Hey, this is fucking Vic from Alchemy Core. This is Chris from FOL and Bodacious Prince. This is Wyatt from Skull Drug. Hey, this is Jeremy from The Band Squared. Hey, everyone, this is Chris Daly from Authority Zero, and you are listening to The Geo and Meatbag Show. Fuck yeah. To number 110 of the Geo and Meatbag Show. We got a full house tonight. We got our co-hosts, Rody and our boy Cash. What is going on, gentlemen? What's up, boys? Hey, uh, what's up? I sound better than last week. I'm not coming through an AM radio. Yeah, you sound uh, very, very awesome tonight because you're at home with your setup. You're You're not up and pacing this week, so... You know, it's it's all good, man. You're good to go, dude. Sometimes oh, you just got to get it done one way or another. And last week, we had to get it done one way or another. We can't do a sh- You guys could clearly do a show without me, but we can't do a show without Gio. It's not. I guess not. I guess it's, not. It's not possible. I, I tried. did like 20, 30 minutes without him last week. But, I mean. I tried. I was ends. like, you know what? Cash might have to take my place. I'm going up to Payson. My sinuses are going crazy. And uh, it was like, nope, nope, we'll we'll uh, we'll wait. <laughs> it's like, okay. This week you sound this week you sound awesome and like shit all at the same time. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck yeah. Well, folks, welcome everybody to the GOB Back Show episode number one ten. We got a great episode in store for you. We're gonna talk about what's going on at Punk Rock today. We're gonna talk about what shows are happening this month here in Arizona. Actually. Let's uh let's take that back. We're gonna actually let you know what's going on this weekend. We try to do weekends at a time. I, yeah. I'm jumping the gun. I'm really hyped. I'm really excited. I'm really ready to kick this show in the ass. Got a lot to talk about when it comes to wrestling too. The world of pro wrestling is popping off right now. We're gonna talk oh, yeah. about Mickey James. We're gonna talk about just a lot lot of stuff. I don't I don't want to spill too much of the beans. I'll give you a couple of uh, a couple of the pintos there. But other than that, man, I think we got to shoot straight into some punk rock talk. Let's do it. This is Punk Rock Talk! They don't want to talk, 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 talk about it. They want to tiptoe, walk around it. With the flag and minus reason. Welcome, everybody, to the least listened to segment in podcast history. Welcome to. Punk Rock Talk! Punk Rock Talk! talk. That's right, baby. And, uh. Everything's canceled. Everything's canceled. <laughs> so that's your punk rock talk for the fucking week. Oh, oh, fucking, it's, oh. it's the absolute <laughs> truth, folks. Uh, everything is canceled. I legitimately don't have... Uh, I, I just don't have very many shows to give you this week. Uh, I'll check through my notes again while I'm here live recording, but I've, I've, I've done a run-through twice, guys. I, I can't I can't get a lot. I know we got Not the mustard much. plug and Buck O Nine show coming up. That's uh uh that's uh gonna be with Torn at the Seam and so so that should be fucking cool. Nice. Um Man, it's just like a Very lot nice. of shit. I, I'm getting events from California, but that's California man. It's not it's not really uh 
It's yeah, not it's relevant to, to us. Yeah, it's not real. It has nothing to do with Arizona. So, folks, really if you want to go to a show this weekend, pack up the car and head out to fucking California. <laughs> Seriously, because like I'm sitting here and I I got nothing, dude. I mean, I wish I could show you guys, but my video's on my phone right now. Uh, it's legitimately from today when we're recording this, uh, Thursday, January thirteenth. No shows, no shows, no shows, no shows, no shows, all the way until the following weekend uh, with Squared and Chaser and Guttermouth and First Front, uh, Yucca Tap Room. Gio, you want to tell the folks about that show? Yeah, fingers crossed that it's still going down, but, um, yeah. you know, Guttermouth, we've played with them a few times before, and we are honored to share the stage with them again. Um Hopefully everybody is going to be completely healthy and fucking testing negative before the show. If not, we will have to do what we have to do. But um, yeah, I mean, it should be a good time. We have tickets available. They are $17.50, so get at us for that. Um, round it up to 20 and tip your local yeah, no host, shit, okay? Just round it up to 20. Give give the squared guys a 20 spot, dude. I'm sure well, they'll throw you yeah. a couple I mean, if you throw us a 20 for the ticket, we'll, we'll make it worth your while. We'll throw some shit your way, too. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate that meatbag, but he said it, not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the band anymore. I'm all making rules. <laughs> give him a 20, goddammit. So $17.50. I know a lot of people that will give me exact change just to be a dick. So it's going to be awesome collecting all that. I'm going to give fucking Ben at the door a big bag of quarters. Here you go, buddy. (laughs) Here's what you get for your $17.50 price. But no, I mean, it's all for a good cause. I'm really joking, but, um, you know, I can't complain because... They have been doing their part, uh, and I say they as in, you know, Ben, Permanent Vacations, Yucca Tap Room. Everybody's been right. doing their part, making sure the bands are making what they deserve. Um, and it's been, it's, it's been cool to see the, the game stepped up, you know, recently. I remember playing shows at Yucca when we first started, making like 20 to 40 bucks, you know, just enough to get yeah. back up to pace. And now it's like, okay, now it's worth coming out here. So, and... Uh, yeah, but I mean, everybody, if, if you feel healthy, you feel like you're uh, in the mood for a show, uh, come on down to the uh, Yucca Tap Room for that one. It's going to be great. Because I don't and think that, don't, like Meatbag said, there's nothing happening before. No. What's that, Rody? I said, if you don't feel good, you feel kind of dicky, stay the fuck home. Stay home. <laughs> don't stay fucking fuck go home, anywhere. Folks. Stay the fuck home. Just stay home, folks. Uh, the following night at uh, the Lost Leaf... You got the Pop Icons, kick-ass band. We've talked about them quite a few times here on the on the show. Uh, I had the honor of uh, co-producing their first record alongside with uh, Jeremy Daniels. So if you guys can take take a listen to that, it's on Spotify and Apple Music, all that jazz. Yep, uh, yep. You're gonna have the po- you're gonna have the Pop Icons with Superstar and the Maybe Next Years and Rocket Steadman. Is that Sean's band? I'm just kidding. Uh, lastly, folks, it's going to be a kick-ass show. Uh, like Gio said, if you're not feeling well, stay the fuck at home, man. You know, but if you're if you're feeling good, get your ass out there and support these guys. Uh, it's looking like it's a free show. Doors are at eight o'clock. That's the Lost Leaf on nine fourteen North Fifth Street in Phoenix. It's going to be a kick-ass show. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Burr, burr, burr. Uh, 
We got some more stuff coming up. Nothing. Uh, uh, Phoenix is a nothing happening son of a bitch from Sunday, January 23rd <laughs> through, uh, through the uh, – until the upcoming weekend. Thursday uh, in Bisbee, Arizona, you're going to have uh, – I'm, I'm doing a little run with Franks and Deans. So we're going to be with Deke Dickerson and the Whippersnappers. We're going to be uh, – in Bisbee, Arizona on Thursday the 27th, so that should be really cool. Uh, the next night, Friday, January 28th, we are going to be at the Yucca Tap Room. <coughs> and, I saw that. And then Saturday, uh, we are going to be in Flagstaff at the Yucca North. Uh, all three days with Deke Dickerson. It's going to be a super fucking, uh, super good time. Frank Sedin's Deke Dickerson. If you guys never heard of Deke Dickerson, he's worth the uh, he's worth the research. He's a Missouri country guy. Totally. Uh, yeah, I like he's him. He's been around for fucking years, dude. Deke is does a lot of country, country and rockabilly type stuff, which is pretty great. Yeah, he does, he does a few Elvis covers, which I think is killer. Yeah, Deke's a fucking legend, bro. He's 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 super dope. And uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be a really good run for us. <clears throat> that's Saturday, January 29th. If you can't make it up north. The Rattlescence will be in town, and they're actually playing at Rip's Bar, which I was made to believe uh, that Rip's wasn't going to be doing shows for a while. So I think that this is Rip's first show back right when the massive COVID surge is happening again. Uh, Rattlescence, which features the original members of uh, Adolescence uh, with Skull Drug, Col Corky's Leather Jacket, and Rufus Jr., yeah, yeah. which is Chris and... Uh, Chris and Lee from Crowback. That's a new band that they've been they've been uh, writing or, or uh, creating. Creating, yes, Starting. a new band that they started, and yep. they're creating lots of kick-ass content. Uh, shout out to Rufus Jr. for sure. We'll have to have those guys on the show soon. Um, Seven thirty p.m. Twenty-one only. Uh, 21 plus only. Sorry. 21 only. Yeah, only if you're 21. See, that 20 sounds yeah. only. That, <laughs> if you're 22, you got to get the fuck out. Yeah, that sounds like it would be uh, my pimp house. If you're not 21, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, none, of us, none of us old ass fucks can go. Yeah. 7.30 <laughs> p.m., 21 plus only. Uh, tickets are $12 in advance, $15 the day of. Again, folks, that's going to be at Rip's Bar, Phoenix, Arizona. That should be a pretty kick-ass time. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Sick. Should be a pretty kick-ass time, baby. Cool. That's a lot more shows than I thought we were going to have to announce. So. I, thought, I thought it was going to be one or two, and then we'd be done. One and done well, with fuck, rock most of week. them were my shows and Geo's shows. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> fuck. I would have went yeah. to, I, I swear to God, I would have went to Geo's show last week if I didn't catch COVID. I swear to God, I would have been there. Well, I don't know, because... I remember you saying you didn't want to go because COVID was on the rise. <laughs> and look who and caught then you COVID. Found out, <laughs> and then you were found out you had COVID after the show. So I don't think that's a very valid excuse there, mister. But you go <laughs> ahead. I, I, I found out I had COVID on Saturday and then you guys had COVID on or you guys had COVID on Sunday. <laughs> 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 you guys had COVID and a show on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, no, that got canceled right the fuck. Such a bummer that you guys had to cancel it. It really is, dude. That that's, yeah. just, that's just the nature of the beast right that's now. How it is now. Yep. It, yeah. It's it's how it's probably going to be going forward. Like I don't foresee this changing 
anytime soon. Um, when you're talking about millions upon millions of cases right now, it's it's probably not going anywhere. I'll, I'll be I'll um, go on the record to say this, dude. I don't feel comfortable playing shows right now, and I don't want to play any shows right now. I don't. Oh yeah. And I know Franks and Deans were obligly op. We are obligated to uh, fulfill these uh, these contracts that we've signed for these yep. certain shows that we have. We, we have to do them no matter what. But yep. right now, I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to go play shows at all. I feel completely unsafe. Uh, that last batch of COVID that I had fucked me up, and I'm vaxxed and boosted. And do what you will with that information. I don't really care which way you're. Uh, your door swings does not matter to me at all um but the vaccine is uh proven to work and it worked yeah. for me but it still kicked my ass dude i got my fucking ass yeah and i mean to I, me. I felt like i was detoxing on heroin again dude and that I was think the, the common misconception the misconception for people is they they think that getting the vaccine and this isn't everybody this is just certain people get you know, are under the misconception that getting a vaccination means that, you know, it's it's supposed to keep you from getting COVID. Like, nah, dude, that's not what it means. It just means that your, sim- your your symptoms are going to be lessened. Right. It's it's not going to be what it could be. You know, if you weren't vaccinated. Sure. Um, right. Yeah, and I and I'm in the same boat as you, Midi, uh, where you know I don't. I'm not going to give you shit if, if you're unvaccinated. I'm not going to give you shit if you're vaccinated. Like, you got to do what's what you feel is best for you. Yeah. But, you know, ultimately, I mean, I got vaccinated because I didn't want to. I just wanted to go out and try to live as normal a life as humanly possible right now. You know what I mean? Sure, dude. And fucking, you know, I don't, I, I don't care what people choose, man, because in my opinion, yeah. it's not my fucking business. But, Correct. But it all boils down to just, like, how hard it fucking hit me this this weekend, dude. I felt like I was detoxing on heroin again, and that was the worst time yeah. of my entire life. So um, I don't want to ever feel like that again. And if I have to slow down on playing shows, then that's that's what I think I'm going to do, man, because I'm not I'm not comfortable with that, dude. And there's got to be there's got to be a point we reach with this shit to where it uh, it starts to die down man, because. The virus yeah. is just everywhere right now. And and not everybody wants Another. to take that route. Sure, dude, do whatever you want, man. It's not up to me to fucking tell people how to live their lives. But it is up to me to decide what I want to do with my life. And yep. I don't want to play a bunch of shows, man. I really don't. Not this year. Not until shit calms down. That's how I personally feel. Another another common misconception that I, I think people have, they think that this thing is going to go away. Right. Yeah. It, it's not gonna go away. It's not, it's, it's not it's going away forever. It's just mm-hmm. like the flu, a cold. I mean, we gotta tame it. That's why people having their vaccinations helps. People going out there contracting it, uh, building antibodies. You know, everybody is still catching it and spreading it, whether they're vaccinated or not. It's just the symptoms eventually are gonna go down because we're gonna be more used to it, and it's gonna take some time. But uh, yeah, you know. We'll see what it's, it's basically. It's a waiting game. It's a huge waiting game with everybody. So yeah, we'll. we'll this see. is a. We'll this see. is the new normal. Yeah, we'll see what happens with everything, dude. Because you know, there's, there's so much, uh, <clears throat> there, there, there's uh, so much division going on in this country over it from both sides, and I totally see it too, man. Like, 
there's there's people who like want to force everybody to get a vaccine first off which i'm totally opposed to that dude i don't i don't think that's cool and then like there's other people who just fucking think that if you have a vaccine you should just burn in hell like everybody should right. everybody should yeah, just go fuck themselves and just try to be a good human like let's let's start there and then we'll worry about a fucking yeah. vaccine later because in my opinion right now the world's in a really gross place and everybody's just so hateful and uh spiteful and just shitting all over each other you can see it everywhere it's all over the fucking internet yeah. dude right i i spend less and less time on facebook now because of that shit and you know what? I enjoy Facebook because I enjoy farting around with you guys on there all the time. Cash yeah. posting 20 times a day, fucking cracking me up, you know, <laughs> or annoying me. Depends on what mood I wake up in. Fucking uh, uh, roadie not posting as per usual. I, I enjoy not seeing any content from him. That, that makes my week go very, very well. And, and then to Ooh. see what Squared shows coming up that I can uh, that I can dodge. You know what I mean? So fucking it's. <laughs> You can say you're going to make it to and then not go yeah, to. Yeah, so it's it's really just like, it sucks because I enjoy having fun with you guys. And if, you know, I get on there and I see just people being nasty to each other, makes me not want to do it. So, you know, that's yeah. that's the real reason why I have no notes this week for Punk Rock Talk. Because I was so mad at the internet, I decided to stay off it. I'm just kidding. Right. But, right, right, right. But anyways, back to good excuse. You know, turning it back around to something a bit more positive. Uh, go and attend the shows that are around right now because we don't know how long this is going to last again. Things seem to be getting yeah. canceled again, left and right. Which Omnicron sucks. is uh, there's its potential for you know everything to kind of start shutting down again. I mean, it's already started happening in certain states. It just hasn't started happening here. Right. So get out, get out, and, get out and see what you can. Like you know, while you still have the the opportunity to do so. Right. Absolutely. And uh, there there's there's a really good fucking show coming up that I think uh, people should try to make it out to. I will probably be fucking busy or something. I'll either be dodging it or I'll be fucking in a different city. <laughs> but Mustard Plug, Buck 09, Torn at the Seam, that's going to be a kick-ass fucking show. Uh, as, soon as, uh, as soon as our next guest here, we're actually going to have a guest today. We got uh, Jeremy Daniel of Cosmic Super Recording, Squared, Contradiction, No Composure, Torn at the Seam. He's going to be joining the joining the show here any minute now. <clears throat> and uh, Sweet. we'll let Jeremy... Uh, kind of talk, talk about that show but i think it's gonna be cool dude i know mustard plug is like legendary ska which i know cash is fucking thrilled about but yeah i uh i pretty much tuned out you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's gonna be I, I i just here's what i think i think if we take cash to a show right and it's just like punk rock show you know just names on the bill that he knows of to be punk rock and then there's kind of like a no-name band. Well, not necessarily a no-name, but a, a band that doesn't re that hasn't really had a lot of time to make their name big or whatever. And uh, they're gonna have like a ska jam, and Cash is just gonna be rocking the fuck out to it, dude. He's gonna be going. That's already kind of happened once. You when you guys played Pot of Gold, <laughs> and that's even then. And then and then nope. and then he, there's Too gonna happy. be this ska show, and 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 there's gonna be this like. Or there's gonna be the ska song, and he's gonna—you're gonna see this shift in cash. You're gonna look in his eyes, and he's just gonna 
just turned. It's been almost 20 years. Turned and it 180. Hasn't yet, so. He's going to 180, dude. <laughs> Uh, speaking speaking of our uh, speaking of our friend Jeremy Jeremy how the hell are you we got Jeremy Daniel folks Jeremy oh. can't hear him Jeremy's having testicle difficulties he's, can't he, hear him at all he's doing his thing no worries but yeah we'll we'll stall before he jumps in Jeremy is our lovely superior producer here of the show there he is handsome guy he's producing it so hard that he forgot to plug his microphone in (laughs) change my settings simmer down (laughs) just just calm down jeremy how's it going dude it's going good how are you doing we're we're doing fantastic here uh you want to tell everybody about your show you got coming up with bucko nine and mustard plug I'm so glad you asked me back because it got canceled. No, oh, no. <laughs> yep. Speaking uh, of everything getting canceled. One of the members from Bucko 9 had a medical emergency, uh, non-COVID related, uh, which is a surprise. But so now the, sh- the tour, I should say, not just the show, the tour has been rescheduled. Um, so the sh- show now will be September 10th. Ooh. Damn. Well, I like that's. That, I like that they're going to reschedule it instead of just outright cancel it. Outright that, cancel it. Like yeah, yeah. Sure. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. I mean, anybody that's uh, bought tickets, you know, the tickets will still be good and all that, all that shit. So, well, all right, Rody, you, now man. you've got more time to get your shit together so you can come to the show. Yeah, and we got that much more time to turn cash into a scoff band. What day was it? Just need a little bit more time. It's going to be September 10th. (laughs) The day before 9-11. Jesus Christ, bro. He's going to need a little more notice than that. (laughs) 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 He's got a 12-hour day the next day. That's kind of perfect timing, Jeremy, because we were just talking about, like, uh, how all these different fucking shows. and and, And we're very sorry to hear about your show, man. Like... We were honestly just talking about how much of a bummer it is to uh, to see everything canceling left and right. Left That's and right, two in a row right, for so. you. I know, yeah. and I'm that just sucks. waiting for Guttermouth to cancel. We were just yeah, talking about that. Like, if we, if we have to pull the plug, it'll happen, but I really hope not. Like, fingers crossed that show's still going on. Oh. Well, well hopefully September 10th uh, will be... A time of year where not so many people are sick because it's the early fall slash right. late summer and you know less people right. are sick around that time in comparison to middle of winter you know so we're just hoping for the best at this point because it sucks seeing all of our shows get canceled you know and it sucks to see people at the point where they don't want to play shows because they don't want to get sick you know and it's yeah it's just all of it sucks man it sucks it, it i I will never feel like I did back in like, you know, pre COVID-19, like that, that sense of just freedom of playing a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that we was had it so good back then. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying, Rody. Like we had it so good back then and we didn't even fucking know it. Jeremy, did you Pre-COVID see? News? I think, I think if you ask me, I think miles to nowhere is bad luck. For, for us <laughs> playing out of town. For out of town. 
it's, it's, it, it, he's not. He's. I, I get his point because right the right before COVID happened, dude, we had a weekend run with Miles to Nowhere booked. No composure did, and that's when the world. That's uh, when the world shut down. So there was no fucking shows at all. Everything was canceled. So, damn. I don't know. It's the new normal. This is how it is now. You might want to try to uh, talk to your bad luck peeps, dude. <laughs> So, or it's me, I'm the bad luck. <laughs> or it's just Jeremy. Maybe yeah, Jeremy's yeah. the bad because he's the one that's in both of the bands. Yep. It's, yeah, Jeremy's the, the, it could the be common Jeremy. denominator. The common here. denominator there. <laughs> right. Exactly. You, you could basically say Jeremy started COVID, which is sure. legendary <laughs> because, I mean, it, we wouldn't have it any other way. So, Right. Jeremy, Jeremy I is somebody that in China. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, Jeremy is somebody that only in the bedroom that I call Papa. Papa <laughs> in Spanish is, you know, potato, like papas fritas, fried potatoes, French fries, you know. So, potato, meat bag. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. Yes. Why is Jeremy on our show today? Jeremy, just segue, just ridiculous segue game. He just did that, and that's how we do it right here at the Geo Meatbag Show, which is also sponsored by Cosmic Soup Recordings, folks. You need to go to CosmicSoupRecording.com or email Jeremy at mail at CosmicSoupRecording.com or 40331Soup, and you can just fucking hit up Jeremy and book your session today. Yeah. Good. Speaking of which, I'll be Jeremy, right over to give you five dollars. <laughs> yes, that's right. And Jeremy, uh, speaking of which, you are actually uh, booked here at the GN Meatbag Show uh, because you are the first. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Honorary Hall of Fame member of the GN Meatbag Show. Everybody, what? Give Jeremy a round of applause. Class of the first, the inaugural Hall of Famer of the Geo and Meatbag Show. We got a day oneer here, folks. He's been down since that day one ish, as the Ooses would say. And uh, we we had to give Jeremy his flowers. We had to give Jeremy his credit that was due five years ago when this shit started. And Jeremy has been a supporter since day one. So Jeremy, we would like to welcome you to the class of 2022 Geo and Meatbag Show Hall of Fame, sir. Thank you so much nice. for all of your love and support over the years. You are just incredible, and we appreciate you. How do you feel right now? I, I walk I over imagine. here and give me a kiss? Uh, I, I, I still have to wear a mask for five days. Oh, so. damn it. <laughs> oh, I'll wait. According to the I'll CDC, wait another I, 10 days if I have to. Yeah, I got according to the CDC, I got to wear a mask around friends for five days. But, you know, uh, anyways, I, I mean, you've got to be on, like, cloud nine right now. Just over the Well, moon, I am. So. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I've been waiting a long time for this award. But uh, finally, this day has come. Um, I have been with you guys since the beginning. I... I can't say I've listened to every single episode, but I've at least listened to what? the ones that I'm on. Um, Take it back. Take it back. Be back. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
pleasure. It was super fun when we could all uh, do it, you know, in my little uh, guest house. And, uh, yeah. and so now we're just carrying it on here. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to the next show with all of us. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be super awesome, and, and and how awesome is it for you to be just the the inaugural? Hall well, of I better be. of this show because if yeah. I wasn't the first person, other than like Uncle Nate, I'd probably have to riot. Yeah, right. sure, sure. <laughs> totally acceptable, acceptable. Which yeah. I mean, y'all are gonna have to be patient, but yeah. Uh, and, 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 and your and your ribbon is on back order. COVID will blame COVID for that. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> ribbon. Yeah, you, you got. I thought you got I was a getting a plaque. Couldn't afford the plaque. Uh, yeah, not, not 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 getting still, the plaque. You're still our only patron. Patron. So uh, you would be buying it. <laughs> you would be buying it. <laughs> can't can't quite afford it yet, but we're getting there, man. We started the Patreon, uh, folks. Patreon.com forward slash Geo and Meatbag. Again, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Geo and Meatbag. There's there's so many cool fucking uh, things that come with the tiers you subscribe at, and uh, man, we really could use your uh, support so we could actually. Uh, Maybe we could put Jeremy's ribbon on uh, uh, overnight yeah, shipping. Go to GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. GoFundMe. Hashtag get Jeremy a plaque and donate today. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We'll have exactly. that shit set up by the time this airs. Yeah. <laughs> so other than uh, Jeremy's epic uh, induction here, uh, I think the only thing I really have to report is uh, Frank Turner. uh just dropped a new song, so everybody go check that out. That's, that'll be super badass. Frank Turner's a, a fucking legend. And, uh, yeah, man, that's going to do it for Punk Rock Talk this this week. It's kind of a weird one because all the show's canceling. But tried to make it up to you. Uh, we got the Franks and Deans run we talked about. We also had the had Jeremy pop in and uh, hang out with us for a few minutes. So, uh, yeah. you know, hey. folks, we really appreciate it. And, Jeremy, we really appreciate your time. Dude. For Thank old you. time's sake... <laughs> what yeah. do you say? We get a cosmic soup. Black hole of the week. <laughs> that's great timing, Geo, because uh, I'm actually going to tell a story about the guy that's coming tonight in, a, in just a short time. Um, He's going to walk so, in when you're telling it. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So this... This guy's this guy's young, so keep that in mind. But um, he's he's a little, little flaky, you know. He's had a couple uh, cancellations, no call, no shows. He was actually supposed to come last week, and I I sent him a text and I just said, "Hey man, we still on for today?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm out of town." So if I wouldn't have sent him that message, he probably would have no, never told me that he wasn't coming. So that just kind of gives you an idea of yeah. who, who we're dealing with. So he sends me a message this morning and, you know, asking if he can come. And so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you can come uh, in the afternoon if you want. He's like, well, I meant, can I come tonight? And I'm like, whatever. You tell me, you tell me what time you're going to come <laughs> and I'll tell you yes or no. And so then he's like, all right, uh, 8 o'clock. And so I'm like, all right, cool. 
And then uh, he sends me this long fucking paragraph of a message saying like, hey, what's what's going on with you, man? Uh, is everything okay? Because the last time we were there, uh, you got mad at me when I asked you to do something and you were you were laughing at my friend and you said that his idea was stupid. And then I, I read that and I'm like, I don't remember doing that at all, but then I probably did. Uh, so then I just, I just <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you know, sorry if I came across rude. It was, I didn't mean anything. Like, uh, I, I wasn't mad at you and I don't remember anything going on. And so then he writes me this, this paragraph basically saying like, yeah, last time me and my buddy came, we were like super stoned. So we kept fucking up a lot, but, um, we were just, we were just trying to feel the music. Um, and so I just said, Hey man, that's cool. And then, and then I said, um, you know, whatever, like, um, uh, you know, I wasn't trying to make fun of you guys. And so then, uh, he, he, he writes me and he says like, you know, I used to, he's saying that I used to kind of help him more. And now I just, I don't really seem that interested. And so I'm like, well, maybe because you guys aren't prepared. Yeah. And so then he's like, no, I'm, you know, like I'm super serious and I've got visions and I've, and I want you to be part of it and everything. And then I wrote him. Well, maybe you guys need to find another hobby besides making music. And so then he says, well, you, he put like a laughing, smiley face. He's saying like, oh, are you saying I, is that your way of saying I suck? I said, no, I'm not saying that you suck. But um, if you're really trying to be serious, you sure as hell don't act like it. And uh, he, he wrote, he actually wrote me back and said, you're right, you know, I haven't been really um, working on my bars, you know, like I should be. Because he just comes and, like, wants to freestyle and just, he wants to be a rapper but not an artist. And uh, okay, and so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe he's going to come here and punch me in the face or maybe <laughs> he'll actually be prepared. We'll see. Well, if uh, if if he causes any trouble, just know I'm next door. <laughs> I know. You gotta wear a mask for five days, bro. Yeah. yeah, you have to wear a mask, bro. I'll beat someone's ass for Jeremy with or without a mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's no, it's I, all good, but, I hope but he is the black hole of the week. Yeah, thank you. It's been much. Uh, I've missed it so much. It's, it was my favorite Absolutely. segment for a long time. But uh, hopefully you lit a fire under his ass and he comes in and just fucking blows so. you away or just yeah. blows you. But <laughs> oh, I hope he blows sure. you. Yeah, I'm hoping for the latter. <laughs> I, I hope he gets both. I hope he gets both. But Jeremy, we've taken up enough of your time. We really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. All right, thank you so thank much, you, brother. guys. Love yeah, you, brother. Give Colby, give Colby a hug for us. We love you, man. Uh, thank you. Congratulations. Lazy. Congratulations <laughs> on your... Uh, oh, thank you. Yes, of course. I'll be, of course. Ex I'll be expecting that plaque in the mail any day now. You right, ribbon. It's definitely okay. a ribbon. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Love you, buddy. Later, brother. Bye now. I'll give him the plaque Bye. off my teeth.
Well, guys, what, what do you guys think about that? It, it isn't, wasn't that just like just so heartwarming, so heart like it just felt so good. I could take right? it. I, it. I love Jeremy, dude. Like <laughs> honestly, it's been like so many fucking years of working with the dude personally, close by. Uh, the, he did all of Squared's recording, like everything, every album we've ever done. We've done through Cosmic Soup recording. So over the years, yes, we've developed, you know, and I can speak for Meatbag and I, we've developed quite the relationship with the guy. And he's he's a fucking beautiful soul. We joke around, we, we slam on each other, but at the end of the day, I would literally take a bullet for all of you guys, including Jeremy, especially Jeremy. Absolutely. Probably Jeremy more than Rhodey, but for sure. I would get let a bullet graze me for Rhodey, but like <laughs> penetration, I'd be like, nah, dude, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take this one, bro. Like, oh, man. Fuck. You guys believe it. As soon as we asked Jeremy, all right, man, so how about the show? Glad you asked. It's canceled. You're just like, ah, yeah. Christ. Perfect segue. Yeah, like, Christ. <laughs> Perfect segue yeah. from our conversation that we were just talking about with shows getting canceled. Right? Like, Christ almighty, dude. Fucking. Oh. Whatever, but guys, that's that's a good punk rock talk. I thought that was dope. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely it worked out well. I I, I was I was kind of right with Gio. I just thought that like, ooh, this is gonna be kind of a short one. Uh, no, actually, we were able to get uh, get a little bit Got out of it. Time in, squeeze yeah. that yeah. motherfucker. It's squeeze like the it's last like the of the juice out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the toothpaste tube where you just gotta like, there's there's some in there. It's it hard up. to squeeze yep. out, yeah. but you got. Well, no, you you, t you do it against the door. You get the, the, the fine edge, and then you just and it pushes it all to the top. Yeah, all right, Mr. Lifehack. I just yeah, roll it up. Yeah, that's harder than rolling it up. I've been rolling right. it up since I was, like, five. Just yeah. I, fucking I, I know bags living in 1623,000. <laughs> Sorry, Rody. I, I, I know my dad, so my dad taught me that trick. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure if I was in prison with my dad at the time, I would have taught me that, too. <laughs> have you guys seen that new movie with Kevin Hart where he's taking care of the guy who's uh, paralyzed from the neck? No. Down? No. It sounds he, like a terrible Kevin movie. Kevin Hart, like, it's it's really good, dude. He, like, gets the guy to smoke weed and shit, and the, guy, and the, and the dude's really rich, so, like, go and order, like, 1,400 hot dogs. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, uh... But yeah, uh, uh, Kevin Hart dude. was locked. At, Kevin Hart was, <laughs> dude. The dude is a rich fucking author. He he get Kevin Hart gets paid like a few thousand dollars a week just to take care of this guy. But he has to help him do you everything. Mean this Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, that Kevin Hart that Kevin right Hart. there. <laughs> the uh, over the Bret Hart. Anyways, so in, in in the movie, he talks about how uh, he was locked up in prison. He he met his dad when he was locked up in prison. Because his dad was locked up. In oh prison my god! With him. <laughs> That's how he met him. <laughs> That's how they met awesome. in prison, all locked up. Oh man. Uh, yeah. That's it for punk rock talk. <laughs> Let's go to prison. Speaking of prison, I feel like Creed right now. I'm in my own prison. Because I haven't done Why? shit, Why man. Why do you feel that? Because ever since uh, I found out that I came in contact with somebody who is positive for COVID. I haven't done shit. Wonder who that is. I've been stuck in my house. Uh, oh, man. Not to name names. 
Yeah. It wasn't me. Luckily, luckily for me, uh, my job it starts at like four in the morning, so I go. I'm going in grocery stores where there's when there's nobody there, and then yeah. you know I get home, I get off and get done before like people start coming out and shopping. Oh, I've just been dodge, duck, dip, diving, dodging fucking public lately, man, and it sucks. You and I have been fucking Teflon throughout this whole thing. Like, yeah. just unbelievable. Like I said, if I got it, I have no idea if I had it. I have no fucking clue. Rody, you got that shit like last year, right? Or yeah. Or did you get COVID? Last uh, year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, when you got it, I mean, you came to Sean's the weekend before. And me and Sean yeah. were in direct contact uh, with you. Like, I gave you a couple hugs that night. Freaking. So he comes back and he goes, hey, me and Nikki both got COVID. I was like, oh, fuck. But <laughs> I was I was fine. Like, I never never got it. Um, I mean, yeah. the only one in our house that's gotten it so far is Adrian, like um, my stepson. Like, he ended up having it. We quarantined him, and me and Alyssa still didn't get it. Like, still, still Yeah, nothing. nobody else in your house nobody got else it got it. Adrian. But Adrian's young and healthy, so he probably fucking got through yeah, that shit he, really you know, he, he Seems the youngsters get through it pretty quick. He lost his sense of taste and smell for a few days, but that was, like, the extent of it. Like, I mean, that was the worst of the it worst for him. Part. Yeah, he was, he was okay outside of that. No problem. You know what was dope? This time when I had COVID, I did not lose my taste and smell. Good. Thank fucking God, dude. There's probably that vaccine coming in clutch. Yep. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. I I was talking to somebody last night and he was like uh it was it's a friend of mine from New York. I won't I won't shout his name out on the podcast or anything, but he got <clears throat> kind of shitty because uh, another friend of ours has COVID and I was like, "Man, thank God he's got the jab because apparently he's feeling like shit, but he's going to push through it cuz it helped him or whatever." And the guy's like well, my mom fucking has it and has the vaccine, and she's fucking worse off than I am, and I have it, and I don't need that dumb shit. And I just joked around. I was like, vaccines are bullshit, dude. They're just root beer. It's just root beer, dude. <laughs> right? Just fucking around. And the dude, like, left our group chat and stuff, and I'm just like, well, whatever, man. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't – I, I tried to joke with you, dude, you know, and, like, make light of the situation, but, you, you know. And, and we're, and we're talking about a mutual friend of ours – that that is sick from COVID. It's just like, man, like at that point, you just want to hope the best for your friends, right? Yeah. Like, why why try to turn it into this weird thing where it's like, well, me and it happened. And it's like, dude, shut the yeah. fuck up. Just shut the fuck up and just care for people. Man. Yeah, that's all you have to do. Absolutely. People are freaking out, man. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, people weren't freaking out about. That goddamn ending to Dynamite last night. Because it was fucking it awkward. Sucked. It was more awkward than cheating on your girlfriend and then kissing your girlfriend five minutes later. Yeah. It was awkward. You know what's weird was Jericho actually looked the most intense, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> should, we get into the, <coughs> should we get into wrestling, guys? Who's got the card tonight? Rody. I don't have the card. Tonight. I don't have a card. Oh, the card. Like you, you look like you have it. None, none of us are prepared. Um, I can get the card. Hey, Cash, you get, the, get card. the card. Rody, get the fucking tables, you motherfucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right, you trifling-ass bitch motherfucker. We're going to get into some goddamn wrestling talk right now. Sorry, Larry, I went all geo on you. 
<laughs> Why the road you always got? Why are you table? always telling the black man to get the table? <laughs> ah, you got it. Thank you. <laughs> Can I uh, point T-Bone's out that? awesome, dude. Is he still be? Is he still a producer in WWE? Oh, go ahead, Gio. Sorry. I was gonna say. Can I point out that Meatbag sounds like a, a middle schooler trying to cuss somebody out? <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it, dude. I try. You, you ball sack. <laughs> you twat waffle. You fucking stupid head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're a butthole, okay? Uh, baby, burn your my, toast. My dad will kick your dad's ass. I, we talked about this. <laughs> yeah. My dad's dead and your dad ran away, so good luck trying to make that happen. All right, I've got the card up here. Jesus, I got dark. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let Cash uh, steer the ship. He's going to grab the Roman reins and steer this thing. Oh, you not fuck uh, up. said it way better than I did last week. I fucking tripped over myself trying to say that. And the fucking Santa and the presents and the fucking reins and, Rud- and, and fucking goddamn Rudolph. <laughs> Guy, Mick Foley, calm down. I was I was producing the show, so I had so much going on. I started freaking out. That was my inner anxiety just popping off, dude. That's exactly what that was. Dude. Are you recording still? Yeah, I'm recording still. It's going. I've I've only checked 19. Yeah, I've looked about yeah. 20 fucking times in the midst of this conversation just to make how sure. About, it didn't how about how about you guys? Everybody recording? Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. If yeah, everybody's yeah, still, still recording. Good. Say aye. Aye. <laughs> okay, so let's let's hop into Dynamite from last night. Uh, Dynamite came from Raleigh, North Carolina last night. Show opens with Adam Cole uh, making Maybe. his. Which might I add? Which which might I add? Uh, since they're in North Carolina again, they had uh, David Crockett ringside just doing nothing. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> thinking thinking about like, man, what if Nikita Koloff? Actually, was just the longest reigning NWA champion. It wasn't Ric Flair. Like he, he looked like he was in a whole different fucking planet, dude. And then when the camera pans him, David, the camera's on you. And then, <laughs> bye bye. Smile and wave. Smile and wave. So Cole comes down to the ring with Red Dragon. Um, they proceed to cut a promo wherein Adam Cole says that the boys are back together. Um, and the Red Dragon is the baddest team on God's green earth. Uh, from there, the Young Bucks come into the ring with Red Dragon and Adam Cole. Uh, they proceed to go back and forth for a little bit. Um, the Bucks remind everyone that AEW is their company, and they are the longest reigning tag team champions in AEW history. Um, Which is a lot. I mean, that doesn't mean much right now because they're like a bit (laughs) over two years old. But they didn't even say it in a sarcastic way. They said it like, "No, not at all." They're totally serious. The longest reigning, and it's like, dude, calm down. Like, all right, chill. So Cole tries to calm it down a little bit and says, "Friendly competition is exactly why they're the best faction in AEW." Um, which at that point, Best Friends comes down with Orange Cassidy to attack Cole. Bounce, 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 Best Friends. Yeah, Best Friends Dude, come out. That music is top-notch. Uh, so they proceed to get into a bit of a scuffle. At that point, Chris Statlander comes out and gets into Adam Cole's face, and none other than Britt Baker comes out. Ooh. Cash's favorite part of the that whole show the right here, That was the best part guys. of the show. Britt Baker comes it out, aligns herself with the Elite, 
Um, a leader standing oh, tall. The Bucks proceed to do their kiss with Adam Cole. Freaking Cole. Britt comes in, stops the Bucks, and Britt does the kiss for the Bucks and plays the Bucks. This yeah. is the first time they put. Oh, the- is, is that? I didn't. I guess I didn't catch. That's that what it last was. Night. The Bucks That's were gonna go cool, for their dude. kiss on freaking Cole, and Britt stopped him, and she did it instead. Which I, Britt's like, let me show you guys how to kiss Adam. I think it's. Yeah, yeah. I think it's sure pretty. It's pretty great that they they finally pulled the trigger and put them together on TV. Like I, I think it's great. Um, you know how many times I heard Cash say, "Put Britt Baker in the fucking elite, bro." Yeah. Last yeah. night, put Britt Baker like, in the it elite. Was, it was a lot. They need a girl, man. <laughs> and what what better they, girl they, than the fucking the goddamn women's champion? Do they Dr. need a girl? That's true. Yes, they do. Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. Yeah, absolutely. Put her in there. Was there? Here, I, here's a, here's a quick question for you guys. I I don't know this answer at all. Uh, so forgive me if I sound ignorant, but. Um, has there ever been a female in the Bullet Club? No, not to my knowledge. I think there's been really? there's been valets, but no official female member in the Bullet Club. That's never happened, not to my knowledge. Interesting. Well, interesting. <laughs> Cody was in it, right? <laughs> hey yo, that's Zinger. cheap, dog. That's fucking cheap. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was Cody. a shinger. You know All right. So after this, a vignette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a vignette oh, showing boy. Wardlow's history in AEW. Because after this, you've got Wardlow, Mr. Mayhem, Wardlow, with the best in the world, CM Punk. Um, which Dude, and I, I fucking it. called it. 16 oh, power bombs on CM Punk. Made Rhodey's night. Oh, my it was, God. Uh, it was actually nine. Yeah. Was and what was the ninth one, Rhodey? It was, what, the, to the table? Yeah, boy. Oh, man, I fucking enjoyed that match. Let me tell this you. was just a flat-out dom. It was dominating by Wardlow the, throughout the entire match. He freaking whooped his ass the whole time. And they did exactly what I thought they were going to do. They made Wardlow look strong. And, I yep. mean, it, it, he, he wins that match. With MJF doesn't do exactly what we knew he was going to do, which was interfere in the match. Like, he was going to go for the pin, yeah. and then MJF pops up, says, nope, I want more. Um, wants a few more power bombs. Go ahead, Jim. The, the thing I like the most about this whole segment is so much, ha- so much happened. They tied up so many loose ends. Oh, yeah. A, we got the, the whole thing that Meatbag talked about, which we can circle back to here in a little bit. But what I mainly want to talk about is the uh, situation with CM Punk. Now, lately it's kind of been like, okay, CM Punk's back. The stories, you know, and they were talking. I want to credit Busted Open Radio because they were talking about this today. But um, they were talking about how the story kind of being told is about how CM Punk might not be the best in the world anymore. And he might not have what it takes to hang with these elite guys. Um, <clears throat> and then you you don't want the crowd to turn on CM Punk, especially not no. this soon. God no. So, what happened last night was we actually got some sympathy for CM Punk. So I think it's been a long not time since we've had sympathy, <laughs> not from Rhodey or anybody <laughs> like Rhodey, but for sure got some sympathy for the most part on CM Punk, which I thought was brilliant. Attitude. 
era-esque type situation last night with telling so many stories in one match, one segment, one shot, one opportunity. Sees everything you Mom ever spaghetti. want. <laughs> no, it was it was great. I mean, honestly, I think you you like like I said, you know, you had to make Wardlow look strong in that match. There was no way you were gonna have CM Punk go toe to toe with Wardlow like he could fucking hang with him because that's just that's not realistic. You're pushing Wardlow no. like a just like a beast, just a fucking beast. Yeah. Like, and that's what you need to. You obviously were not going to have him win that match with, uh, which you know, Punk ends up with the uh, the decision coming off of uh, the most devastating move in pro wrestling, the roll up. Um, so Punk, yeah, most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. See, see, I didn't, I didn't like that, and I'm going to let you go guys know why I did not yeah. like that. Because I thought that it would have played out better if MJF would have gotten Wardlow disqualified. That's what I Therefore, said. Therefore, you wouldn't have had this. You wouldn't have That's had this kind of like moment. You wouldn't have had this moment where MJF just kind of like started inserting himself when it was unnecessary. It kind of, to me, put the story that was being told at hand in a in a in a weird place. Go ahead, Gio. Well, that's where it. That's where the story interwove with Wardlow because MJF told Wardlow, Wardlow was going for the pin and MJF mm -hmm. said, stop, fucking finish him off, more power bombs, keep going. And One MJF fucked bomb. it up for him. Yeah. So right. we, that's how we, that was the bridge to getting to what you were talking about and how you, the question you asked us last week, um, do we think this is the episode where we see Wardlow turn? We all agreed that this is probably the closest, like, it's going to come so far. And last night no, on I TV. Was, I was wrong. You were on wrong. On Dynamite. Yep. Yeah, I, just, I, I just thought he was going to walk I, off or fuck off. But he almost did. He was, he was very close. I, yeah, I, very close. I just thought that it could have been done differently. Like, honestly, in my opinion, if MJ, if Wardlow would have just been like, dude, he's fucking dead. Like, what do you want me to do? MJF. Rolls up his fucking sleeves, gets in that ring, and is like, let me show you how to do it. Fucking power bombs him. Boom, disqualification for Wardlow. Therefore, CM Punk still gets the win. And then you don't have that awkward moment of MJF trying to interrupt the ref or whatever. And you could still have them getting mad at each other. CM, or MJF still pushing him with his fucking finger. And then, you know, Sean Spears comes out to kind of mediate the situation. But honestly, I just think that would have been really fucking cool to see something like that, you know, like, because, fuck, the guy was dead. Yeah. Like, what more is Wardlow supposed to do to him? And I get that, you know, I get the story that's being told right now. I just thought it'd look cool if it would Well, that's right, and that's the same thing that I said. I said the same a, thing. A different way, here. but in the a different route, but to the same destination. Correct. You understand what I'm saying? Because I like where they're going with this story. I... Everyone's all hyped up about this CM Punk and fucking MJF story. I don't really give two shits about it because I'm more invested into the MJF and Wardlow story. They're I'm and they're getting way closer. More invested um, in that. They are getting closer with that. I and, mean, the finish. And the, of the best part about it is the slow fucking burn they're yeah. doing, bro. They're fucking doing it perfectly. Yeah. I love it. I'm stoked. Well, dude, they're they're slow burning two stories in one with MJF, which is they what are. you do sure. with yep. one of your top fucking guys, dude. Like, it's sure. kind of like. Again, uh, bring up the Attitude Era. They had, you know, like Stone Cold in multiple angles. Like Triple H would be in multiple angles. Like, it's 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 awesome to see. Like, not only are they playing out this, you know, MJF 
and CM Punk. I did it for the people. <laughs> I did it for the rock. <laughs> so, God damn it, Rody. Yeah, so not only are you seeing MJF and Punk play out in front of everybody right now, but you're also seeing the culmination of MJF Wardlow, which is what, like, has been going on since day one when they were introduced together i was like okay right. i know exactly where this is going you know because sure. he's treated him like shit since day one you know yeah. so you know yeah, he hasn't been the best of friend to him no match yeah, ends with a roll up um uh mjf proceeds to get in wardlow's face uh wardlow looks like he's about ready to beat the holy shit out of mjf um outwatch sean spears gets in front of wardlow wardlow walks away his um, accountability, buddy. Yeah, yeah, but Sean. I, I mean, eventually Spears. <laughs> no, eventually Spears. Spears isn't going to be able to stop him. Them. He's going to throw Spears out of the way and beat the hell out of MJF. It's going to happen eventually. But yeah, I mean, we. Sure. It'll take a while to get there. Um, preceding that, we've got uh, or following that, we've got powerhouse Will Hobbs with absolute douchebag Ricky Starks uh, versus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you hate I him hate so him. much. I, I think he's I so awesome. Yeah, he's good. I think, I think Ricky Starks is fucking awesome, dude. And and honestly, like right before, like that, like I said in the group chat the other night, the transition of him going from like his last few days in NWA as TV champ when they brought that title back, yeah. they put the strap on him, dude. And that was a very big moment in NWA. And then he got the opportunity to be in aw by doing that one-off with cody during the pandemic era yeah and it was fucking such a cool vibe dude i don't know i I think some of that cool factor has been lost along the way of being with team taz that's dude i that's where i was i really like ricky Starks. that was where i was going is that i think part of the problem that i have with ricky starks is i'm so tired of hearing him on commentary it it, it, he's almost as bad as taz um, he, he really is like Agreed. listening to Ricky Starks on commentary is is fucking ass cancer. Like yeah. it is the absolute, <laughs> it's the worst, dude. Like it's terrible. I don't want to hear absolute vodka Ricky Starks anymore. Stop, dude. Freaking, I don't need to hear you anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, there was uh, as far as as far as the match goes, um, it was it was a decent match. It wasn't bad. I don't think there was anything really to write home about. Uh, Dante Martin did have a couple a couple of big spots. Um, I distinctly recall a vertical suplex in that match. He did a couple a couple dives off the apron. Nothing. You notice you notice how uh, uh, Dante uh, Martin uh, Will Hobbs has been uh, adopting the torture rack lately. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. Or the Argentine backbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so Ricky Starks goes to get involved in the match. Uh, Jay Lethal runs down and uh, attacks. Um, what the hell? That can't be right. Um, Jay Lethal comes down, gets involved in the match. At that point, uh, Dante Martin hits a nosedive and shocks Hobbs with the win. So, yeah. 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 And, and what, what were they saying about Dante Martin? What were they saying about... Uh, fucking uh dante martin first leo rush was his mentor and then it was matt seidel and then fucking now uh it's jay lethal jay lethal is yeah. his mentor well i'm sure leo rush isn't probably in the company anymore who knows what's Dude, going on because he had fucking trouble swoles back in that whole thing 
Well, Leo, 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 Leo came back the next day trouble. and apologized. He came back and said he was sorry to Tony Khan the next day. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, he came back and said he was sorry. Which yeah. I think it's a, it's still that I still dude, think it's a load of crap, but I'm surprised that dude has a fucking job still, man. Yeah, he seems to start a lot of shit and then it's like he seems to be in the wrong every time. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh yeah, I remember distinctly uh in the group chat, I remember Cash was like, I think it was Cash. He was like, why the fuck is Jay Lethal? Or why the hell is Jay Lethal out here? And immediately after yeah. I read that, I think uh, Taz or somebody said on commentary, why the hell is Jay Lethal out here? <laughs> it was like That's immediately. What, I said. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't understand what Jay Lethal has to do with this entire. This feud, but the, the whole damn thing doesn't make a shit ton of sense. Um, you know, week in and yeah. week out, they keep getting into fights with other guys and saying, oh, this is a message to Dante Martin. It's like, what the fuck does Dante Martin have to do with you facing, you know, Fuego del Sol? Like, what the hell does it have to right. do with that? But that's guys, what they've been doing you, every week. You guys have heard it a ton of times. Like, you know that the announcers or, or the, the commentators don't like to be smartened up beforehand so they can uh, react naturally. To yeah. Yeah. That's that's what you're getting when you're seeing Jr. go. Why the fuck is he doing that? Or or, yeah. or like last night? Why is Jay Lethal out here? Yeah. yeah. They need to they need to figure out how to tie some of these loose ends together or tighten the screws, as they say on Busted Open, because sometimes they just throw some shit out there just to see if AEW fans will catch it. Most will, because God forbid the holy fucking AEW faithful fucking fan base gets a little fucking stupid every now and again i get that yeah. but a lot of a lot of us uh will catch just about anything dude. there's oh fucking care dude fuck, give it to me <laughs> whatever yeah. smart marks with bro. us with us i feel like we're a little bit smarter of marks because we're older we've been watching wrestling for a lot longer of time we have been watching the entirety of aw so I'm not just going to get stoked when I see certain feuds, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes just like, it's fucking pointless, you know? Uh, kind of like uh, Lance Archer and Hangman Page. Yeah. That was kind of weird. But I like Lance Archer so much, I don't fucking care. I'm like, put him anywhere. We'll definitely but get into I that. But I feel like that's just AW throwing shit at us, and we're just catching. Was that next? I was well, yeah, speaking of throwing shit at us, uh, following Martin's pin on... Uh, powerhouse Hobbs, you have Alex Marvez interviewing the Inner Circle backstage, and Jericho says since day one they promised to take over AEW. Uh, he says the, the country, parents, yeah, he said, the world. <laughs> he said at first he said we tried we set out to take over the country, and then he fucked up and said I mean the company. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says if uh, Terrence and Phillip try to get involved in Sammy's match, they'll cut him down. Uh, enter Eddie Kingston, uh, who tells Jericho to mind his own business because Garcia is his business. Uh, Kingston tells Proud and Powerful they aren't tag team champions because of Jericho. So Jericho at that point tells him that they're family and that Kingston can shut his fat mouth. Um, I, I, I don't really like the build for this feud, personally. Um... I think there's a thousand other ways that they could be doing this. I mean, I think it's good that you're kind of building the tension, but it doesn't feel... I mean, if it's you awkward. think about Kingston versus Punk, that felt like genuine heat. Like, yeah. they really 
hated one another. Like you, you felt I it. I think that's a I think that's a whole different level compared to what we're seeing Eddie Kingston do right now with Jericho. That's just just awkward chemistry. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it seems like they're trying to build heat, but you, you, there's not. It's not like Punk and Kingston where you felt all the history there, and you felt like these guys have known each other for 20 years, and there's real legitimate backstage heat between the two of them. You're not getting that with Jericho and Kingston. But, I mean, I'm sure Jericho's going to give him the rub because Jericho's been doing that shit for yeah. know, however long. He doesn't need to win. And Jericho knows he doesn't need to win. Um, but I fully expect him to give Kingston the rub. Um, uh, but, yeah, Jericho tells Kingston that if uh, 2.0 gets involved, he's going to kick their ass. Uh, he says if Kingston gets involved, he's going to kick his ass, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for... I mean, I don't know. Kingston and Jericho, I think on the promos is going to be pretty good. But I do, I have to completely agree and say that it is, it's awkward right now. Like the, like the way that you just explained it too. Like uh, Eddie Kingston just walks in and he's like, "Don't be beefing with the guy that I'm beefing with." Yeah. Like why? Why does that make any sense? Like what the fuck? Like. If I'm beefing then, with somebody... And then, and then Santana and Ortiz are trying to keep the peace between them and all. It's just fucking weird. It's like, you know, the statement, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You know? Yeah. It's like, why would you be like, hey, that's my beef. No, I'm sorry. If I had a beef with somebody... Okay, say I have a beef with Rody, right? And Meatbag's like, I'm going to beat you them. do. I'm going to beat the fuck out of them. I'm going to say, go ahead. Beat the shit out of him. Beat the <laughs> brakes off that kid. Because I don't give a shit. Because I'm going to do it too. So, you know, if we're in wrestling, you know. But, yeah, like, that's the kind of situation. Like, how fucking awkward do you have to make this shit? Like, who's who's thinking this shit up, man? With Jericho and, and Kingston, I think they could have gone a whole different route to get there. Like Meatbag pointed out earlier. Like, just different route, same outcome. Get yeah. them... Get them in in a in an angle, but not this one. You need you need somebody like uh uh, uh let, let's just talk about a couple recent releases really quick, and then we'll get back to the card. Yeah. But this kind of pertains uh, to what's going on in AW. You need somebody like a William Regal or a fucking Road Dog to kind of like help like m- have help that make sense. Yes. You know what I mean? Correct. Because like some somebody who's been doing television for a long as long as those guys and just understand storytelling to the extent that those guys do, they could help make that story make sense really fast. Yep. And by, I completely by just agree. Taking, by just taking what you have and just going, oh, I'll move this over here. What do you think about that? And then, oh, my God, it makes so much sense, you know? And then, and to hit on that. You for, do need some little bit of producing. To hit on that for a second, I mean, out of all the releases recently, I don't think any of them is more shocking than, than Regal. Um, if you want to talk sure. about a guy that has probably more respect from, you know, this generation, the previous generation, as far as, you know, guys that he's helped, wrestlers that he's scouted. I mean, there's an entire chapter in Moxley's new book um, where he talks about Regal and how instrumental Regal was in his career and getting him, you know, signed. Um, you know, because he sat there and he said that he had a, he was a great promo. I mean, Moxley knew he was a great promo back then, you know, even whenever he first came into WWE. And they put him, uh, you know, I guess they did a few matches with him back when he was still Tyler Black, Seth Rollins. 
Yeah, um, sure. But, yeah, he said that Regal was the one that saw his potential, that he saw, you know, what he could do. And he, I mean, he did make it very clear, you know, William Regal, I will have respect for him till the day I die. Because yeah. he, you know, he really Regal helped. Regal helped Mox get over. He helped Moxley? He yeah, really he, he had a barn burner with Moxley. Apparently Moxley, back in those, yeah. uh, those OVW days, they had a pretty hefty feud back then. Yeah. Um, where it was Moxley, I mean, he was already Ambrose at the time, but Ambrose versus freaking Regal, you know, which they fucking, I mean, I guess they had like the fine. tail end of Regal's physical in-ring yeah. career, right? Right, right yeah. near yeah. the end of OVW. But, yeah, he said they just had a barn burner, a hell of a feud, a uh, great feud. Yeah, uh, they but, did. They had they had a great feud, dude, 100%. But he credits Regal with, um, you know, with helping him get the attention of the company and really making him, you know, a top guy, you know, in the company. Which he's done that for a lot of guys. I mean, Rollins says the same shit about him. You know, I mean, back when he was still Tyler Black, you know, a lot of these guys say that about him. Um, but I think uh, Regal could catch on anywhere and do great. I, I really do. And I, I, I hope, and I hope that he does. Fuck no. Last time I, I, ha- last time I handed you one of these, Geo, I had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that, that was just a really cool side note I wanted to touch on, man, because, uh, a lot of, a lot of these guys have so much fucking experience, man, and they, and, and their talents can still be utilized. Uh, it would really, really help AW a lot, man. Just to, just to, uh, kind of help, you know, from a, from a television entertainment standpoint, it would really help with the storytelling <coughs> process of a lot of these feuds. Yep. Speaking of guys that really need help every week. Um, MJF comes running back out. <laughs> that guy needs help. MJF comes sure. running He's back fucked. out with a microphone. He says that Punk won tonight because he got power bombed in. Well, he says Punk won tonight, but he got power bombed into oblivion. Um, he says that it was a fluke win, but he will not win next week, and he's going to make sure he takes his, you know, his next L. Um, so MJF pumps it up, pumps it up. You want to see the match? You want to see the match? So it's you want to see the be- goddamn match? You want the goddamn match? (laughs) (laughs) Next week, it will be CM Punk versus Sean Spears. Which I saw that. We all all saw it coming. We all 1,000% saw it coming. You know what I thought would have been cool? Why not a fucking... I I know that they're trying to keep his... They're trying to protect his win streak right now. But he could have found a way out of it, dude. Maybe this could have been the way that MJF gets these guys disqualified, but a handicap match. CM Punk versus FTR. Like, come on, dude. It's all there, dude. Uh, yeah. That would have been way cooler yeah. than fucking Spears. Come on, man. Where does you know? MJF get all this goddamn power? That's what I'm not understanding. Like, he's booking his own matches. He did the same shit with Jericho. You know, freaking the, the labors of fucking Jericho where, you know, MJF was booking everything. He's still yeah. booking I'm- everything. I don't <laughs> apparently I don't apparently know what Tony Matt, God gave him all this booking power that he's just booking his own fucking matches every week. Apparently Max is an EVP and it's not actually boxing Cody. Apparently. Yeah. Or maybe he's just on screen saying that he's creating these, but they've already been created. He's not. Yeah. This was a <laughs> this was a promo. <laughs> this was a promo heavy <laughs> portion of the show i mean it was it was pretty yeah pretty promo heavy because after this you cut back to uh the elite is backstage um and i mean i popped again when o'reilly referred to uh cutler as landon every time he calls him landon i fucking (laughs) pop like it's it's the funniest goddamn thing like kyle o'reilly doesn't know his name so he calls him landon are we rolling landon go ahead roadie 
uh, is Amir or did fucking he sound super sick, Nick? Matt, Matt did. Or is it Matt, Matt? It's Matt. Matt Jackson sounded. Nick probably didn't talk because he sounds sick still. Well, I don't think Nick was the one that got sick. (laughs) It was Matt Jackson that got sick. But, you know, no, whenever he was in the ring cut in the promo at the beginning of the show, he still sounded pretty fucked up. Um, uh, But the Elite is backstage. They cut a promo, and uh, Britt Baker and Adam Cole challenge uh, Statlander and Orange Cassidy to a mixed tag match. On Rampage, yeah, uh, which I think, which I think will be, shut up, Brody. <laughs> I'm actually all, I'm actually, I'm, uh, yeah, all I'm stoked that. about it. I think it'll be great. Yep. Uh, Britt Let Baker called him uh, Brandon Butler. I oh yeah, yeah she Brandon, called him Brandon Butler. Butler, and then uh, <laughs> Cutler says, "Do you want me to cut the camera?" And everybody starts screaming at him again to shut up, which. Uh, sh- shut up has become the war cry of our group shut chat up, recently. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Um, after that, Hangman comes out. And Hangman cuts a promo. Like I said, this whole part portion of the show was very promo heavy. It was a solid like thirty yeah. minutes of promos. Uh, but Hangman comes out, uh, says over the last month he stood in the ring for over ninety minutes with one of the best wrestlers on the planet, and poured buckets of blood for the AEW World Championship. Um, he calls it the most important championship in wrestling, but says ninety minutes isn't enough. He says the records have reset in AEW, so now he needs a new talent, a new challenger. Um, which outwalks Dan Peter Lambert. Peter Avalon. Oh. Yeah, Peter. <laughs> Damn it. Outwalks Dan Lambert, um, which I freaking, I, I popped. What did Paige say? Like, did he go, oh, shit, or freaking come on, or something, something like yeah. that. Like, when, Lam- <laughs> when Lambert went to walk out, freaking Paige. Uh, he Paige said, just re- shoot me. Oh, yeah, just, just shoot, shoot me. me. <laughs> That's what it was. Just yeah. shoot me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that Lambert- was good. I popped for that one. Lambert proceeds to uh, call Paige a fake cowboy, says his gimmick is completely made up. Um, he did actually name drop Blackjack Mulligan and Dick Murdoch, which I think was really rad. Uh, they, you know, going back to, like, Smoky Mountain and NWA and all that Because he's shit. a fucking Jim like, Cornette guy. Yeah, That's why he's dropping he those fucking name names. Name drops Dick Murdoch and Blackjack Mulligan, which if you don't know those guys, jump on the network and check out some old stuff from Smoky Mountain or check out the old NWA stuff or... Whatever. I mean, yeah, those guys were big good. names, and they were, you know, fucking cowboys you get. True cowboys. Um, at that point, Adam Page says that he grew up on a farm um, just down the road. He was worked on a fucking rancher's farm that he lives and breathes cowboy shit. Um, at that point, Lance Archer comes running out. Lance Archer makes his, re- his AEW return after that awful, awful spot in the Kingston. Yeah, can we talk about that? Speaking of awful spots, but awful in a very painful way, did you guys see that chair fucking bump that Paige took from oh, Lance yeah. Archer? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. He did the everybody dies fucking, isn't that what it's called, everybody dies? I think so. I can't remember right. what it's what it's uh, called. Archer looks yeah, like he's he going to attack right Lambert. Right on the chair. He looks like he's going to attack Lambert, turns around, attacks Adam Page. Uh, beats the hell out of him segment ends. Which I mean like like I was saying last night, I don't think it's a bad I don't think it's a bad feud, but I think it's kind of a placeholder feud until they get him to, you know, the next legitimate challenger. Because honestly, and this is nothing against Archer, but I don't I don't see him being world champion, at least not right now. Not anytime soon. You know, you ex- I- Paige is gonna hold it for a while longer. 
Yeah, and, and I agree with that, too. But what I would have liked to see is fucking Jake Roberts come down the ramp with Archer and have a mic in hand because everybody knows how good Jake Roberts' promos are. His his debut promo in AW was, in, in my opinion, one of my top – 10 favorite promos ever it was so creepy yeah. and cryptic and like it just had this really cool vibe to oh, it Jake's, said, Jake's, Jake's one of the best yeah and, he's, one, he's and, one of the best and, I hope and that's it not been done cool if, you if they would have walked down the ramp at, with Jake and Jake had a mic in hand and Jake just started cutting a promo kind of like makes you think the tension's on Lambert you know what I mean and then fucking you know, it, it would have helped tell that story better, especially if they're trying to swerve the audience a little bit, thinking that he was coming out to beef with Lambert as yeah. opposed to Hangman Adam Page. That would have been so fucking cool, dude. And and just whatever Jake Roberts wanted to say, give him a fucking mic because he's oh, going to yeah. make it gold. He's going to make that. Whatever is going on at that moment, Jake Roberts is going to make it ten times better. Just by handing him a live microphone. Jake's one of the best promos of all time. One of one of one of Absolutely. the greatest promos ever. So yeah, yep. I mean, you give Jake Roberts. I mean, even now in an advanced age where he's in his fucking sixties, he's still cutting great promos. He still is. Because yeah. I mean, the rest of it, it's just in him. You know, I mean, it's just in him to come out and cut a. It's like you know, I mean, we don't talk about him much, but it's like Flair. Flair cuts a promo. You know, Flair can still cut a promo, and he's seventy fucking plus. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, you know, still. Cuts a halfway decent promo, but you know what you're getting with Hulk Hogan. You remember when NWA yeah. did Fuck that big Hulk show Hogan. at the Chase? <laughs> yeah. Fuck Hogan. Uh, uh, you remember when NWA did that recent show? I think it was like last year, the big show at the Chase or whatever. It, yeah. It's the big return to the Chase. Yeah. Flair was there and he just had gotten released and uh, he was still technically in his uh, 90 day clause or whatever it is or 60 day clause. And Vince was actually cool to let him go there and cut a promo on live TV. And then yeah. Billy's like, and, and, and then uh, Rick asked Billy, hey, what do you want me to do? And then Billy's like, you're Rick fucking Flair. Here's 20, 30 minutes or whatever. Like, yep. you do what Take you it do. Home. And fuck it. And, and Flair just fucking crushed it, dude. He brought up yep. uh, everything, dude. He talked about everything WWE and just like how he appreciates everybody and just, you know, and he crushed that promo, dude. It was fucking cool. So. Yep. Speaking of uh, age, doesn't matter if they can if they can still spit the stick, man, spit on the yeah, stick, man. Absolutely. Let them have it. Uh, speaking of Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen, we cut backstage to Arn Anderson with Lee Johnson, oh. Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson, and he lets them know that they are in Horseman Country. You picking up the uh, Segway game there? Uh, yeah, Cash. I'm getting there. I like I'm it. Learning. I like it. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's it. getting there, dude. He's it, picking it, it up. Insert FTR and Tolly Blanchard, uh, who come in and tell Arn that he needs to drop the dead weight, which at that point, uh, Arn reminds Tolly that Brock Anderson is his son, which was the funniest damn thing I heard all fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> shit. You gotta drop the dead weight. That's my son. <laughs> That's my son. Uh, so it's, it's looking like, they're, like they're, I'm the son that you wish you had. Yeah, Tully says that Arn needs, Arn needs to drop the dead weight and join them in the pinnacle. Uh, next week, it'll be FTR versus Brock and Lee Johnson. Can, um, can, can we talk about the fist bump between Brock and Lee Johnson? I was just going to say, yeah. like, how many times do you have to fist bump to try to convince an audience that you guys are quote-unquote friends? Right, like, do this? Let's do this. Yeah. Boom, fist bump. After it, was, it seemed like they fist bump like after everything that was said. Like, oh yeah, okay, word, fist bump. Oh, what did he say? Oh, okay, cool, yeah, fist bump. <laughs> like, 
Chill on the fist bumps, guys. We get it. You're, they like you, fist don't, bumps. you don't really know each other in real life. We why, get it. Yeah, why Why not address that, too? We don't really know each other well, but I think between the two of us, we got enough experience to kick their fucking asses, so let's do it. Yeah. See you guys next week, you know? That's what I was Which saying I mean, before the segment. They had to remind Arn Anderson what Lee Johnson's name was, like, before it actually happened. <laughs> <cut. laughs> yeah. yeah. Big shoddy Lee Johnson. Big shoddy Lee Johnson. Yeah. Got it. All right. Big shoddy Lee Johnson. Got it. So I think that they probably do train together and they probably do know each other very well. Sure. It just, sure. Those freaking fist bumps, man, they bothered me. I was like, why are they doing so that awkward. so much? Just stop. So like when you uh, don't know what to do when you're on camera, so you just do it again. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of stopping, uh, we're going to talk about a match stoppage. Next up, we have Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. And Serena Deeb laid into her. She whooped her ass. Um, she got that kendo stick and just beat the hell out of her knee. Um, she came charging at her yep. fucking as soon as her as soon as soon her music hit, dude. Fucking she came charging at Shida. Yeah, no, Sheeta was going down the ramp. Sheeta was going and, down the ramp, and Serena yeah. Deeb came up behind her and just beat the whole, beat the whole hell out of her. I love, I love Serena Deeb being a heel because we need more heel uh, women in AEW. Serena sure. Deeb's great, you know. It's, it's she's got the and same. And she's really good. Yeah, Serena Deeb's got the same vibe that Mercedes Martinez has, where she's just a, considered a a legend in women's wrestling because she is. You know, Serena Deeb is. You know, she's been a champion in almost every company she's been with. Um, you know, Mercedes Martinez has the same vibe. Go ahead, Rody. Speaking of uh, lady, <laughs> speaking of lady, <laughs> I'm prepare for what ladies. I'm about to say right now. My name is Bradley Martin. Let me grab my mic two hands and no. let you guys know I got something to say. Hey, is this working? Hello? Hello? Uh, no, Mickey James going to the Rumble. Oh yeah, yeah. She's the Impact cha- female champion. And she's the knockouts knockouts champion in yep. uh, knockouts, Impact Wrestling. Yes, the knockouts female knockout. champion. That's it, dude. If she walks oh, in, man, I've said it a few times since they announced that. Which honestly, I I almost wish you just it. watched fucking Hard to Kill Impact, the fucking pay per view before we started the fucking show. <laughs> I caught the highlights. Before we started the show tonight, I get I get a text. I get a fucking message on my fucking you phone. Said it, it says I was asleep and says, I woke up. He goes, Man, hard to hard, kill is really good. Hard to kill is a fucking great pay-per-view, dude. And it was so I great that Rody doesn't know what the fucking women's championship <laughs> is called. Fuck! The knockouts world championship, Rody. Bro, um, if it weren't for the knockouts, we wouldn't be where we're at at all with the women's Division. Oh yeah, well I mean the so knockouts. you put some fucking respect on the knockouts champion. Yeah, the knockouts stack on that's them. still one of the best hey, women's Fox, divisions. It's in my the first world. Li- women's match in Impact, so eat a dick. Sure. So I thought you were gonna say this is my first episode with you guys. All right, calm down. <laughs> Jesus. Wait. Um, I sat there and said that uh, you know I, I liked the Rumble better when it was all still a surprise and they weren't announcing names. But it's like uh, Sean in our group chat sat there and said today, you know, I mean, you do that because, you know, they they want people to watch it. Yeah. And now, well, you know. So do you know all the th- all the 30 participants? I don't think they've announced everybody. Exactly. I know they've announced, they've, you know, I, I think <laughs> Trish Stratus and Lita will be in it and shit because that's, 
Yeah. But, but I get year. what he's fucking saying, dude. That sucks because, you know, uh, come on. Someone like, someone uh, like Mickey James, man, you don't, you're just not expect. Like, that's the one. I don't give a fuck how many spoilers you give, dude. Nikki Bella coming back to, to wrestle in front of her kid. Okay, yes, cool. the Bella Royal twins Rumble will spot also be in the match. Where she doesn't even have to take a announced. fucking bump. Cool, dude. Fucking no big deal. She'll get tossed over the rope. What would be dope is if you just heard Mickey James's music hit. People would lose their fucking minds. Yep. What do you want, Gio? So, what if it's what I was saying this morning, and it's a huge fucking deflection from the lawsuit that they're possibly looking at with MLW. They need something in court that they can go, oh, no, look, we played just fine with other promotions. Here's or, Mickey James from Impact Wrestling, the Knockouts Women Champion, <laughs> entering our Royal Rumble. Or that's, or that's just them making up uh, the fact that they sent her shit in a fucking garbage bag. In a garbage bag. Yep. Yeah. Sent her shit <laughs> which, which, A, they do that with everyone. So I don't know why she not chose anymore. to. Not anymore. Well, obviously anymore. not anymore. She, she legit she legit was like, I didn't, you know, she's like, I just, she, at first she made the tweet but didn't like, uh, this is what I heard from her, that she didn't mean to make it that big of a deal. She yeah. Just, what's, what's yeah, I remember. The guy, the guy that used to do that, the guy that was sending everything to them in garbage bags, I believe his name is uh, Mark Carano. Is yep. Um, yeah, dude. Mark he got, got fired. fired. He got Steph, fired after that. Steph or, or Hunter tweet out, well, that guy got fired. Yeah, immediately yeah. Got, got fired following that. It reminds me like, of that episode a... of The Whitest Kids You Know where uh, they're doing the <laughs> Grapist episode. And it, it's like, that chi that child sounds like she's in danger for her life. Well, that child is a bad actor, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I I think having Nikki in that match, and I mean, it kind of opens up the forbidden door a little bit more. I mean, this no, is something. That is the forbidden door. Yes. This to, is something like, the WWE not, should have been doing for forever. They should have been doing this for years. That's not the, the it's, forbidden door. It's one WWE of them. WWE and Impact? No. The, the forbidden door is WWE, AEW. AEW. But, yep. but. And that's that, what immediately between, everybody jumps to in conclusions it's the online. Door. Well, in my opinion, <laughs> between. The between okay 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 so but in my opinion between it's the the, the forbidden door is not new japan and aw or impact in new japan or aw it's not that the sliding glass door is for sure aw or uh impact and wwe that's that's the sliding glass door okay like, imagine so not a, not a screen door not like a locked door i mean you could lock a sliding glass door but imagine like, kenny know. omega's music hits in the middle of the rumble and obviously it's not gonna happen because omega's See, that, you know, he's injured but imagine kenny omega walking out in the rumble i would lose my fucking mind i would go insane and it's yeah. not it's not out of the realm of possibility i think that it's still something that could happen um you know i mean they've just got to be willing to open themselves up to potentially working with AEW. which i mean god if they did everybody benefits from that everybody makes money because of that like yeah. I, I, I hope i hope they do it you know i really do 
Well, no, I said I, I've said that forever. That's the real. That's what I really want to see. I'm gonna sit back and and wait and hope for that. That's my ultimate fucking dream, of like, it's probably gonna be literally over Vince McMahon's dead body. Like once yep. he dies, then the floodgates are open. But I think he's probably trying to set a lot of things up right now, so to where that doesn't happen. But who knows? And. Us as wrestling fans, can you imagine if there's one day there's just no more like legalities and weirdness between companies? Like they can just fucking float over. Same music, same gimmick, same name. Just fucking beautiful. But who knows if we'll ever get it? That's the dream, my friend. You know? That's the dream. That's my dream. Speaking That's of the way it uh, should be. Speaking <coughs> of championship dreams, uh, Tony Schiavone is backstage with Jurassic Express and Christian. Uh, Christian wow. wishes well to Phoenix and Jungle Boy, uh, says whoever wants a shot at their titles, they're down for it. Um, at this point, you bring in the Beaver Boys. <laughs> Go ahead. Dude, did you guys notice Jungle Boy actually fucking looked good talking? He, he cut a like, promo. Cut he a cut promo. A promo. He was like, you know what? My dad's an actor. Bam, let me slap myself and fucking snap into this. And he was like, I was thinking you know about what? That when, when let me tell you something, Tony. No. <laughs> I, I, I had that thought whenever Jungle Boy started talking. I was like, holy shit, Jungle Boy's actually... Because they just won the tag titles. If it had been Christian talking for them the whole fucking time, it, it, yeah. oh my god, it would have been so fucking lame. Which obviously, with Luchasaurus, you're not going to get much. He's going to growl no, on the fucking microphone. No, it was lame. Luchasaurus' fucking promo. Yeah. It's lame because that dude can talk. Yeah, but what's cool though is to see Jungle Boy actually like gain some more of that confidence and fucking sure. yeah. looking good, looking good on TV, looking a little pro, you know, like oh look he's coming out of his shell. Looking like a tag team. He, well, he fucking he needs it, dude, because uh, he he needs the experience. He needs more yeah. mic time. His dad is Luke fucking Perry, dude. The guy that will the guy can cut a promo. Yeah, I know he can. I know it's in him. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy says whoever wants a shot at their titles, they're down for it. Uh, in walk the Beaver Boys, Silver and Reynolds. Um, they say if they want top five, they are here. Uh, Kristen says if you guys know a top five tag team, send them, which was fucking hilarious. Like that. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was yeah, funny. You, you guys are the recruitment specialists. All right, yeah, go if, you got, if, if Silver and Reynolds know teams, a top five tag team, back. please send them over. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Silver and Reynolds. Uh, they uh, challenged Jurassic Express to a match for Rampage, um, which, you know, it'll it'll be pretty good, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Um, after this. Those guys can work, so. I still don't like yeah. Dark Order, but, I mean, yeah, they can work. Um, Matt Hardy comes I, out. I think, I'm sorry, but I think Stu Grayson so. and Evil Una are a better tag team than so Alex do I. Reynolds and I agree with that. I agree. So, they should go recruit. Better dark ordered wrestlers. Uh, Matt yeah, Hardy comes out and says he's sorry that Phoenix got hurt, um, and he's sorry for the downfall of the Lucha Brothers. Um, he says their downfall started in the ten man tag team a few weeks ago against the HFO, um, and that he will be deleting Penta tonight. Um, I don't know how much of this man. I mean, I didn't watch a shit ton of it. Go ahead, Rody. I, I just want to point out that I, I, I think last week or two weeks ago last week when Jungle Boy or whenever Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus won yeah. 
you said that they brought out his like mom and sister, so he was going to win. Correct. Right. Matt Hardy brought out his family last night, and he took that loss. They live in North Carolina, bro. So <laughs> it's not like they, they flew him out. They came to the show. <laughs> they lived on the streets in the fucking that's arena. Classic, like, yeah. That's classic Vince McMahon shit too, though. I, I get it because like you'll you'll have Bailey wrestling San Jose. You know Bailey's gonna lose that night, but she she doesn't need to. You know she yeah, doesn't re- need to win. Reby like and their Matt fifteen Hardy kids live a fucking stone's throw away from the <laughs> the arena and rally. They could throw a fucking rock and hit the arena from where they live. Yeah, they're from North Carolina. So, yeah, Matt obviously, Reby and the kids were going to be there. Matt Hardy also started his own podcast recently, too, and he's going to get into some stadium stampedeness this week and talk about that whole deal. So, that's kind of I, cool. I can't, I mean, you know, I, I think listening to a podcast would, would certainly help me with Matt Hardy because when I listen to him talk now, I just can't take a fucking word that he says seriously <laughs> because of that goddamn nose dude his nose is cranked dude that two, those home two, alone two memes you guys were sending oh, last so night funny. oh my god dude i was legitimately <laughs> popping it because like cash on my couch in my cash said schnoz and that's exactly right there oh my schnoz my schnoz flying down the stairs <laughs> oh, now that's a Christmas movie. Oh um, my god, dude! The fucking noses, dude. Because that's immediately what I thought of, and then you guys were just nailing it, dude, with the fucking the Home Alone gifts, dude. It's it's so that bad, man. His, I mean, that his nose has never been the same since that match with fucking Cassidy. Once Cassidy oh, broke no. his nose, it it's been fucked since then. Like, oh my Once, god, it's like. Couldn't you have like a corrective surgery to fix your fucking nose, man? Because it's. Let me it's, talk about that spot really quick. I got something bad. to say about that spot really quick. Yeah. That that from that match where Matt broke ahead, his nose. Maybe. You notice how people have been fucking uh, now that that nowadays. This is what I've noticed nowadays when they take a crossbody off the top rope, they like jump with them and then they fall together, right? Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened to the days where the guy just would come crossbody and they would just fall, you know, on impact rather than. Someone jumping, trying to catch and take the bump. That's what Matt Hardy did. Yeah. Tried, well, it's, I, it's I, I'm not professionally trained to to wrestle, so I don't fucking know the, the difference the way, between the way that Matt did it is the way you're supposed to do it. Okay. Okay. Well, so, obviously, because and, and obviously because he's fucking he's the vet. Yeah. 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 But it's a safer it's a safer outcome than than somebody just standing there and taking the full fucking and like you sure. know what I mean. So like it basically allows the the inertia and the energy to. It's physics, okay. bro. It's physics. Yeah. Sure. <coughs> was, but yeah, no, yeah. Matt's a pro. He, he there was some good back. Was, go ahead. Definitely where he broke his nose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Penta versus Matt Hardy. There was some good back and forth um, in the match. Um, Hardy gets a near fall. Goes for the twist of faith. Um, Penta blocks it and hits a leaping Enziguri, uh, lifts Matt up to the top and goes for a reverse suplex, but Hardy elbows him and knocks him off. Um, Hardy goes for the moonsault press. with that fucking moonsault? Can you believe he did that? Could yeah. not believe Matt Hardy did a fucking moonsault off the top rope. When the hell was the last time you saw Matt Hardy do a fucking moonsault? I don't think it's I've prob- ever seen fucking no. Matt Hardy do a I didn't even see him do that salt. shit in the attitude no. era, bro. Because it was never. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's the one that would do the high-flying spots. Yeah, that was all never the crazy shit. Matt's kind of a Matt's kind of a ground and pound sort of wrestler. Like he stays on the mat, whereas Jeff was the one that was the fucking high flyer out of the two of them. 
You Maybe know, his so brother's to, yeah. gonna come back and go, hey, bro, leave the flying to me, yeah. Leave the flying to me, bro. Uh, Penta moves out of the way after that moonsault press. Uh, hits the Fear Factory for the pin and the win. Yeah. Which it was, you know, it was fine. Uh, at that point, the, the one of the biggest moments of the night, uh, Penta calls out Malachi Black um, and says that he's going to show him some respect. The lights go out. Enter Malachi Black, um, which from there, like he he kicked uh, what's his name in the fucking head, which was pretty great. Ab Abrahantes. Abrahantes. Uh, yeah, kicked it. <laughs> the, kicked. the the HP sales representative. Yeah, kicked him in Penta the head. Penta says. <laughs> um, at that point, he hits a black mass on Penta. Um, black. He tried to rip Penta's mask off, which I don't know if you guys caught that. He tried to rip his mask off. Yeah. Um, varsity blondes run out. Start beating the hell out of Malachi. Malachi's Blew the laughing. shit out of my Griff Mal Garrison theory. Yeah, that pretty much killed you. Right yeah, I went block. back and listened to last week's pod, and that was your whole theory last week, which it kind of yep. blew out of the fucking Rolled. water. Right out of the kinda, water. Kind of blew it out of the water. My <laughs> Pillman theory, too, dude. I wanted Pillman to come back looking different, but last week it yeah. was just normal Pillman getting his ass beat. Well, they're, well they, your they Pillman kinda theory was just a ripoff of my Griff Garrison theory. <laughs> it's it's the same idea, <laughs> just two different guys. I think that they should, yeah. I had because I said it the week before, and then the week after, you're like, "Well, I think it'd be a good idea." And I was like, "Dude, you, that was my shit from last week." <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was with a different guy. It's not the same thing, dude. It was his tag team partner. Two different guys, <laughs> man. It's, it's two totally different dudes. So fucking far away. Uh, yeah, varsity blondes two come totally out. Totally different guys, man. <laughs> they start beating the hell out of Black. Black's laughing. <laughs> Um, lights go out again. Lights come back up and enter Brody King. Brody King yeah. is is all elite now. That's fucking Which, exciting. I mean, we all we all kind of knew that knew. he was going yeah. to be in the House of Black. We just didn't know when he was coming or how he was coming. And I thought that was pretty fucking cool the way they did it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been rumored for weeks now that Brody King was going to be a member of all elite wrestling that it was all he you know all but signed the contract you know we've, right. we've heard it for weeks but yeah i think having a, a ring of honor guy coming in as opposed to another wwe guy which yes. i think media media i think you were the one that said that in the chat the other day yeah. but you know introducing some more ring of honor guys and not necessarily so many wwe guys is probably the way to go and yeah. i think having brody king come in is you know the first kind of building block for the House of Black, which yep. is, you know, is fucking great, man. Like, I mean, start building that faction up. Make that it five, should have been members. That should have been the way Dynamite went off air last night. I just want to yeah, say that. That, that would have closed been, it out with because, that. Because you already had the the Jericho and Kingston thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. You've already, you, and, and, and by inserting it again as the final fucking angle of the night, just... Left <coughs> sour taste in my mouth. I was just, yeah. This is fucking awkward. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. anyways. But, yeah, I, Brody, I really like that Brody King's in AEW. I like seeing Ring of Honor guys. I like seeing Impact guys. I like seeing New Japan guys. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing ex-WWE guys or ex-NXT guys, which is, you know, under the WWE umbrella. Uh, my point is, is that I just like seeing uh, – New faces, you know. Yeah, I don't absolutely. know who the fuck Brody King is, but I'm a, I, I have a good feeling I'm about to find out, and you I'm will. excited about that. I'm Brody very, King very is, excited about that. 
he's been with Ring of Honor for a long time, you know, and with Ring of Honor kind of, and they didn't necessarily go under, but they cut everybody from their contracts, so you're pretty much available to sign wherever you want now. Um, which they're, you know, I mean, this is, if we want to get into that for a half a second, freaking, this is where they're talking about the Briscoes coming in. Because the Briscoes have been teasing this on socials for weeks now. Them boys yep. have been teasing boys it on FTR. socials. That they've been calling out FTR. They've been calling out Tony Khan saying, you know what? I mean, we're, we what's, might show what's, up. What's we this, might show up. What, what's this gimmick this guy has on his head right now? What's, what's this thing? What? What do you wear? What do you wear? Right like you look like a character Geo, from a fucking clockwork orange, dude. Hey, you guys, calm down. All right. Is he? Is he the? Is he the pain maker? The pain faker? Is that what he's doing? <laughs> pain faker, Alex Geo. What's up? You look like Odd Job <laughs> from fucking James Bond and shit. Bro. I don't know yeah, what you look. You look like you're about to pull a shoe off of your foot and throw it at me and hit me in the head. <laughs> and I'm gonna look at you and go. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. Honestly. You fight like a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he looks like Mr. Fuji. (laughs) 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 He looks like Seamus' new gimmick. No, that's my new hat, man. No, 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 no. You You, you, you look like the front cover of Red Dead Redemption 2. That's what you look like. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice bolo hat, though. It's my new hat, man. It's a a great hat, man. You look like you're about to walk down to the ring with Scotty Tuhati and Rikishi and do a fucking (laughs) fat dance for me, dude. It's cool. I'm stoked for it. Uh, Speaking of fat dances, Shivani's backstage with Layla Hirsch. Red Velvet and Chris Statlander, um, which was a it was, it was weird, kind of a weird fucking thing. Like uh, I don't know, I didn't really take a whole lot from that. So Red Velvet, Red, Red Velvet was trying was, to be the voice of reason. Was the voice of reason yeah. when everybody knows she's the biggest hothead and she totally has that persona. So that that whole yeah. segment made no fucking sense to me at all. No, it's it was it was a segment for the sake of having the segment. And, and God forbid you you give Statlander a chance on the microphone, she can't help but smile because she's on TV and she's just so fucking she, pleasant. She to looks be like there. she looks like she's stoned. Like, yeah, she, she looks, looks like she was be. so stoned. She's a glossiest eyes. She yeah. looks like she showed up to nice the arena though. and went up to Matt Seidel and said, "Hey, look, man, you don't have to smoke spice anymore. I have real shit." That we can get high off of, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to touch on how fucking Meatbag got jobbed out today on the internet. I got jobbed on the internet. (laughs) I'm a fucking idiot. I was stone saying shit. He he, he wrote, uh, AEW posted a picture of a tweet on Instagram, and and his response was, nice tweet. Which was like, okay, that's a bot answer. So I'm going to call it out. Hey, if you want to hire somebody to run your socials, I'm fucking here, and then you don't have to have paid dipshits like this. Matt Seidel responds to me and tells me that, like, if I'm getting this worked up over a fucking social media response that I was completely oblivious to, and it went right over my head, that I should take some time off the internet. And I just, I, <laughs> I liked his comment, and I wrote him back, I just wanted a job, bro. <laughs> you got jobbed, that's for sure. Me, me, so me so I got uh... jobbed. But I mean, he kind of admitted to being—he kind of admitted to being the uh, the dipshit, right? 
No, he, he, did. he no, he runs no, his own social media. He runs media. his own social, so he is the dipshit. <laughs> but, but, but the thing was, is he was uh, the 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 the. It, it was a, It was a picture of a tweet on Instagram. So, no, was he was absolutely oblivious. right. Yeah. But, but he was the dipshit. Yeah. He was no, saying, he dropped hey, you out hard. It was great. I, I, I dude, run no, my social media. He's, <laughs> he's the dipshit that tries to do a springboard on his debut and falls. Okay. <laughs> and and gets and smokes spice and gets released. It gets released because he got he but, got caught smoking spice. But I digress. Okay. So well, real quick, it. I just wanted to say, uh, fuck, I think I'm losing it. But god damn it, Matt Seidel, uh, fucking whatever, jobber, jobber of the month, jobber jobbed you out. Me. Yeah, Good I had job. something. I had something other than that, but it just pew gone. So go ahead. And, Go ahead and continue oh, there. Uh, yeah, let's let's hurry up and get the show over with. Yeah, we're we're well. We don't really have to devote a whole lot of time to this next one. Next up is uh, the acclaimed versus Bear Country. Bear Country is already in the ring. Uh, the acclaimed come out. Uh, Caster starts talking some shit about Sting and Darby. Um, the match, which was, you don't do. No, yeah, you don't talk shit about Sting and Darby. The match was all right. It was talk shit about Darby, Dang. not Sting. Um. He eats a caster, fucking tries to roll up Bronson. Bronson hits him with a forearm smash. Uh, caster hits the mic drop for the win. The acclaimed is walking out of the ring, and out comes Sting with a baseball bat. Um, you know, I mean, it wasn't wasn't a great segment, you know, but, yeah, I mean, at that point, Sting and Darby proceed to beat the shit out of, you know, Caster. Why does Sting, uh, Sting and Jericho have running intro music? <laughs> Well, Jericho uh, has pyro. Fucking Sting. Sting doesn't run anywhere. There's no running for Sting. <laughs> not, he's not running. Sting is Sting is walking. Got a little chilly in here. Yeah, he's must uh, be the was, snow was... from Sting's entrance. I'm super cold. <laughs> you got it's my not... jacket back there. All that it's snow not... is a throwback to his uh, '90s gimmick, yep. <laughs> '90s persona when he was. Uh, <laughs> Heavy into the snow backstage, if you know what I mean. Uh, Sting hits a, uh, a scorpion death drop on Caster. Segment ends. You know, like that's gonna be the feud for them for the time being until they get a another feud. Which I sure. like Max Caster. I think the acclaimed is you know solid. Like no, I they're the shit, it. man. Yeah, his flows every week are fucking hilarious. Like that's that's yeah. funny. Yeah, uh, that's I look forward to it every week. Um, next up, you have a video package for Pack, which was. Um, him. Well, the the concept was him being blind, but now he sees everything. Daredevil. Uh, yeah, that was kind of the concept: is that he's been blind, but now he has his vision back. I swear to God, he did the same vignette, like, like at the beginning. No, no, like in the beginning of his AEW, like when he was coming back. Because remember, he like, he like joined AEW and then there was like a scuffle with the the shit like he wasn't gonna come because he, he didn't want to lose to fucking like you know uh, Kenny Omega or anything like that and then he actually ended up coming over anyways like there was a yeah. little bit of a hold up on his debut and I swear to god like his debut was the same kind of fucking vignette with like the blindfold like the same one like I could be wrong 
It was a I don't maybe, really remember. Maybe total, it was just deja vu, but yeah, total I don't really miss. remember it all that well. Total, total miss for me, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Pack is um, cool. I mean, he's got some good yeah, ideas, but that one was kind of. We're, we're getting we're getting close to the end here, so let's try to grind through this. Got it. Um, another commercial break, and then Matt Hardy's in the back. Um, says picture, maybe, picture. Says maybe he needs to stop focusing on uh, being with uh, you know his fucking stable, and maybe he needs to start focusing on himself more. Um, Andrade walks up and tells him he needs to focus on being a businessman like him. Um, Andrade says they both like money and that maybe they need to talk about negotiating a deal. Um, so Matt Hardy and Andrade, I don't know. I don't really know where that's going to go. Maybe maybe Matt Hardy's going to be his fucking manager now or something. I, I don't know. It's going to lead to Jeff coming in the company. Yeah! I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully. Um, now we got the main event. TNT champ in interim TNT championship match. Uh, the Spanish God. Garbage. Yeah, yeah. The Spanish God, Sammy Guevara versus uh, Absolute Daniel Garcia. Um, <laughs> I, I almost spit uh, out. <laughs> yeah, I was. I didn't really care too much. I didn't care too much about this match. I bear. I honestly, I'm going to be completely honest. I did not really pay all that much attention to this match. I, I really nope. didn't. I, the I the fact that know. he's not the definite champ is already a miss for me, dog. I don't. Fu yeah. I'm not invested. I don't give a shit. Yes, I think Sammy Gar Sammy and uh, and Daniel Garcia can both work very well. Uh, yeah. This, yeah. This whole thing just doesn't mean shit to me, dude. And it's okay. not their fault. It's probably Cody Rhodes' fault for wanting to push for that title to still be defended while he's gone for. Dude, come on. I just had COVID. I was at home for five days, and I'm fine now. You really think everyone's going to be upset that we don't see the TNT title for one week? Nobody gives a shit, dude. Yeah, it doesn't Trust make any me. sense to go with the interim interim championship. Like, Sammy Guevara is technically a two-time TNT champion. And it's all now, because well, they fucking dug themselves in a hole at Battle of the yep. Belts. Battle and of the fucking, Belts. And, yeah, and, that's and what screwed them. And you couldn't, have, you couldn't see the fucking TNT title or the AW title. Uh, or what did Rody call it last week? The War of the Titles. <laughs> the belts. The belt belts. War of the belts. War of the belts. War belts for belts. He called it belts for belts in the freaking belt zone. Belts, belts for belts. belts. Yeah, belts in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna trade belts, dog. This, this, this <laughs> <laughs> belts belts. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> it should have been like war of lack of belts. Total uh, miss for me. So Garcia, Garcia rolls Sammy up for a two. Uh, Sammy kicks out. Um, shoves him into Parker and he hits the GTH for the pin. Winner and still interim. What's that leg slap? Sammy Guevara. Right um, for the camera. At this point, 2.0 attacks. Right attacks God and everybody. Um, and then Jericho and Kingston clean house and they kind of get into a bit of an awkward scuffle at the end of the show. So awkward. The stare no, down was, was no heat. None. The, what I wanted to point Jericho out Jericho had a bat and he threw it outside of the ring when they got in a stare down. It's like, dude, why don't you use the bat to Hit see him yeah. with the bat. fucking dominance, dude? So Fuck him up, boy. Jericho, like in the face, obviously he's the pro, he's the, the veteran. He looked a lot more intense and sold it a lot, in my opinion, a lot better than, than fucking Eddie. Like, Eddie was kind of laughing. It's like laughing at Jericho, that punk ass kind of laugh that when you really yeah. want to punch somebody in the face for laughing at that, you know, 
So I get it. Like, they didn't do too terrible. It was just the, the where they chose to put that spot, the, the whole angle in general looks like you were talking about. Like, every, like we just discussed with the whole interim thing and, and Cody Rhodes being gone. It just it felt like it, it got very – the energy got sucked out of the room. Yeah, if, that should have been a whole, middle – Yep, I was just going there. If, that's if a middle of the card the middle sort of, the card, of it would have been a, a good chance to give everybody, you know, like a rest, to f- a fucking break, to get ready for the rest of the card. And, you know, I'm sure it would have gone over a little better had it been in the middle of the card. Yeah, but, and it's like, we were, it's like we were saying earlier, you know, I mean, honestly, if, if you switch that out and have Brody King be the one to debut at the end of the show... That that the the show is just much better, and I think we're all a little higher on what happened. Because um, if you have you know the end of that show being Brody King debut, that's 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 the way to go. That's the way they should have gone. But I mean, I think for TK, which I mean, it makes sense. Chris Jericho is one of your top draws there. You know, he's the reason that your company, you know, kind of got put on the map. I mean, if we're being honest, you know, when Jericho signed with AEW, I mean, I distinctly recall every one of us kind of losing our fucking minds because it gave them some legitimate validity so you you understand jericho being put in that you know in that last segment with kingston um which i mean kingston still being booked like you know the number one underdog in AEW. so i i appreciate what they're doing but i just think that feud needs more heat it, it needs a hell of a lot more heat yep turn up the heat brother uh, that's so, the end of, you know, of, uh, up through the, the table. Show. So, you yeah, know who's good at really getting heat, whether they're trying to or not? Hold on. What the fuck is going on? What is that noise? Is that you, Meatbag? It's me. It's me. It's me adjusting my life here. Sounds don't like a fucking me. nuclear war going on. Yeah, don't, don't so, worry about me. <laughs> you know who's really good at, at generating heat, whether they're trying to or not in their promos, is John Cena. John Cena is one of the greatest in, in the world when it comes to the world of pro wrestling. And to segue, Rhodey and Cash, excuse me, what? no, I just had it right, Rhodey and Cash <laughs> into their nerdy news segment. Tonight, I want to put the first little ball out there. And speaking Absolutely. of John Cena, we got the debut today of Peacemaker on HBO Max. Oh, that come out today? Today. The first three episodes dropped today. Correct. Yeah. All right. I, uh, I thought it was a Friday, but I'll take it. I thought Peacemaker, was, I thought that character in the Suicide Squad. It's awesome. He was the best character in the movie. He was I'm just you, but better. Hilarious. He was so damn funny. Me um, and Alyssa were watching, you know, we were watching the, the Suicide Squad, and I was like, God, I, didn't know, I knew Cena was funny. I didn't know he was that funny. Like, fucking... Yeah. He's a well, good actor. I mean, no, Comedic actor. Yeah, he's he's hilarious. You know, I think uh, I'll have to go watch the show. I'll probably end up fucking throwing it on this weekend and kind of jamming through that. I think they, they released the first three episodes. Um, and then after that, it's going to be a week-to-week thing. Uh, yeah. For the, for the Peacemaker. Fuck about it. Yeah. No, out I, of I, all I, the I, Out of all the home releases that were happening on Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, all of them. The only one I was looking forward to the most was the Suicide Squad, and they fucking hit it out of the park. I love yep. that movie. 
Um, the first one was good, but not as good as it could have been. The second one, the, the one that just came out, Way was better. so much better. Well, you know so, who did it, right? You know who did the second Suicide Squad flick? Uh, uh, the Marvel guy. Fucking Guardians James of the Gun. Galaxy. Yeah. James Gunn, the same gentleman that did both Guardians of the Galaxy films. Which, yeah, you know, I think James Gunn is. Uh, he knows how to make a. He's a genius. A, he's a, a good genius. team movie. Like, yeah, I mean, what you saw some go- of that chemistry that from Guardians display onto, uh, you know, Suicide Squad. Which now they are oh, yeah. in. Uh, they're currently in production for Guardians of the Galaxy Three. He was oh, they got him back. Three. He was waiting. Well, yeah, because they fired him, which I thought was fucking insane. I thought that was just yeah. the most ridiculous thing. Like, why would you... I, I get that, you know, yeah, I made some tweets ten years ago that were, you know, kind of offensive. It's like, well, come on, man. Like, it's... It's not like everybody he was serious. Has. Yeah, everybody said some dumb shit in their lives, but they fucking, you know, not they gave back. him his job. They gave him his job Never back, was. so now he is, uh, he is, he is back I can on think of board. You. Um, he says this will very likely be his last Guardians film. This will be the last one Good. he does. Uh, which I mean, it's probably the last yeah, Guardians. It might be the last Guardians film, but shit, go out on the high. Yeah, um, you know, hopefully Guardians they get the whole cast. Everybody's back. Everybody came Good. back. Um, Batista. So, yes, everybody's. They said this is likely the last time you will ever see a team up for this particular set of Guardians, like the, the current cast that they have now. They may do another variation of the Guardians down the line. Yeah, uh, I hope but not. It, li- it, it likely won't be this this group again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Rody, what else you what else you got for today? Uh, they dropped the trailer for Craven, the Hunter. Yeah, yeah. If, I I, I have You guys seen don't it. know who that is. Fucking read some fucking comic books. Specifically, Spider Man. No. Read Spider Man. Well, uh, not even that. If you want to check him out, fucking uh, I'm listening to Old Man Hawkeye on Spotify right now. And he's like the main bad guy in the, in the series, and he's just—it just shows how awesome, how much of a badass Craven is. Well, if, if you go over Craven's history, Craven originally started with uh, with Spider-Man. He's he's technically yeah. a Spider-Man villain. Which uh, the guy that got to play Spider-Man, uh, what's his name? Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson or whatever the hell his name is. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, yes. Uh, JTT from Home Improvement. JTT! Uh, 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 no, the guy, Aaron Taylor Johnson was actually Quicksilver in the Avengers Fantastic movie. Four, right? Uh, or no? Yeah. No, 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 no. In, in the Avengers. The Avengers films, uh, Age of Ultron. He's the guy that got shot. Yeah, he was the one that got Scarlet Witch. I didn't um, see that coming. Um, yeah. But they cast him to play Craven, and I was like, what the f- Fuck, nah, like, they changed that. Did they change it? I believe so. No, I, it, no when way. I watched the trailer, it did not look like him at all. I hope it's not him. I was like, that doesn't make any sense to have him. I mean, the MCU is all canon now. It all is. So having him play two separate characters just doesn't make all that much sense. Um, I thought of something also today. What's up? Because uh, how Daredevil is now a part of the MCU, right? Correct. And that means Luke Cage is part of the MCU. Well, technically, they're all a part of the MCU now. Um, okay. Yeah, but then that leads are. to this. Uh, that means Wu-Tang is part of the MCU because Method Man <laughs> was in <laughs> Luke Cage. Oh, shit. No, he didn't. So, he, did. he, <laughs> so, totally, he uh, totally went there. Wu-Tang. Saw some knowledge. <laughs> canon in the MCU. 
<laughs> Which actually, uh, Red and Meth are actually canon in the reboot of Jay and Silent Bob. Yes, so they are. Yep. That means Which Jay and Silent Bob are in the MCU. Fuck Jay it. Silent Bob are canon in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of a that's a bit of a stretch. But... <laughs> oh, but yours isn't. Come on. <laughs> Well, I mean, if, if he play he plays his character in the show. Method he plays Man. Method Man. He plays Method yes. Man, so he plays himself in the show. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. He is. Method and he Man. he's yeah. also Method Man. He's also stars in the reboot as Method Man. So right. Method Man. There it is. Fucking Method ties and Red are both in there. Boom. <laughs> hey, if you can spread that. Peanut butter, so can I, all right? Something. Something. And Chris Jericho <laughs> was the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> yes, Chris Jericho yes. was the leader of the Klan. In, uh, so Chris Jan Jericho Sala and the KKK <laughs> are canon in the MCU. <laughs> Bam! Ooh, shit! My world! <laughs> the world just keeps getting better. <laughs> Rody, you got anything else? Um. Uh, yes, hold on. No, I Affleck. I've got, Batman. I've, yeah, I'll, I've so got Batman's in the I'll, MCU. Yes, I'll drop uh, I'll drop it. one of mine. Um, if you've not seen the Eternals yet, the Eternals was released oh, on Disney Plus today. Um, yes. So yeah, go. It, I noticed it's not, that. I'll tell you what. It's it's a good movie. It's not it, tonally. It's it's totally different than other MCU films. It's not like any of the other ones. Um, it's a totally different vibe, but it's it's very good uh, if you kind of take it for what it is. And I mean, there there's a uh, there's some heavy implications at the end of that movie, which I don't know if you guys have seen the Eternals or anything, but there there are some significant implications for the rest of the MCU. Go ahead, bro. I watched that with uh, Superior Producer the day it came out in theaters. The Eternals? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you stay and for the after credit scene and all that shit? Yeah, both of them. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, okay, it's I'm watching it tomorrow. Okay. Great. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I don't want to give anything away, but it is a great movie, and it's not only does it tie in with the MCU, but it's also a great standalone away from the MCU. It's okay. both. So enjoy. Okay. Enjoy. Um, what else we got? They, annou they announced that the Batman uh, will be a PG-13 flick. There's been a lot of talk about that, about how uh, the Batman was potentially going to be an R-rated film, uh, making it the first R-rated Batman film. Um, but they should have. They, they, they came out and said that it was going to be PG-13, but they said of the Batman movies that we've seen over the last 30-plus years, uh, tonally this is going to be the darkest one. By far. They better fucking deliver on so, that because Dark Knight is going to be hard to touch. Fuck Shut yeah. your fucking mouth, Rhodey. No, no, I'm just saying. So the difference between a PG-13 movie and a rated R movie is two fucks. Yeah, it's... Two fucks it's more than that. I mean, it has to do with no. the content. Like, yeah, no, but what I'm saying blood. is you can have a completely a rated PG-13 movie. That a rated PG-13 from beginning to end. And if they say two fucks in that movie, it automatically switches to rated R. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, so that, that's what I'm saying. So when people get all like... Oh, it's not rated R. Well, I think, like, I think so. So you get brutal, one fuck. The brutal stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, with a PG-13 movie, you're allowed to say fuck at least once. Um, but no, they said tonally it's going to be really dark. Um, I I loved the trailers. The trailers they've released so far are fucking top notch. Like I'm really excited about this movie. Um, and a lot of people are pissed because they fucking cast um what's his face. Uh, 
Edward Cullen from fucking the Twilight flicks. Yeah, uh, he's Batman. Uh, um, come yeah. on, come on, give that guy some respect. Give him a That's Cedric Diggory, yeah, dude. Like uh, Jesus, he gave, he died. Robert Pattinson is <laughs> once you get past, guy. once you get past the Twilight stuff. That guy is such, a, he's such an underrated actor. I mean, the stuff that he's done since Twilight has been amazing. The guy is a phenomenal actor. What um, has he done he, since Twilight? That's you've got to, you've got to go through his filmography. It's a lot of indie stuff, but he's okay. done some fucking really great shit. The Lighthouse was great. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, Water for a, Elephants. Yes. There's that movie where he died in the Twin Towers. Okay, uh, hadn't seen it. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. <laughs> This is the only two movies I know. Haven't he's, seen uh, it. The next no, one you're gonna say? Haven't seen it. No, he's uh he's very talented. Um, you know, I, I think he's gonna do a great job as the Batman. Uh Rody, you got anything else? I'm not digging that. Uh, yeah Batman's uh, my favorite. Well I, I I like I I think that Ben Affleck was the worst fucking Batman. Like just No, by far. Just not don't let good. Rich Formy hear this podcast. Rich Formy will come through the fucking I, the screen and I don't give a shit. I mean, which profile is, is he going to favorite fucking Batman? Well, it's his which, favorite. Which profile is he going to find me on? Because I'm not going to accept yeah. his friend request on every single profile. Dick Presley, <laughs> Dick Presley, banned. or fucking Rich Formy. I think he's only got the two. No, no, nothing. <laughs> Nothing will touch Christian Bale. I'm sorry, dude, but Christian Bale was the and best. And I see Batman. Christian Bale is my le- those are my favorite <sighs> Batman films, but he is my least favorite Batman by far. Yeah, he's Batman. not that good. Like he's the great so good. The, the films, the films are, are great. Are I need he a pisses home. me off. He's, yeah, he's he pisses so good. me. Like that Where dude, is she? Where are they? That dude like, is fuck no, whatever. I love the movies. The movies were great, but his Batman is fucking garbage. I hate his Batman voice. What are you, a Michael Keaton guy? Um, my fi- yes, I'm a dire Michael Keaton guy. Um, Michael Keaton. No, I don't know. He Ooh, wasn't that great with Batman either. Michael Keaton is. Uh, Shut up, Gio. You like What's... George Clooney. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. I George Clooney like doesn't like him. his Batman. I feel like George Clooney doesn't them, even Christian like his Bale Batman. Christian Bale can actually beat somebody's ass. Yeah. yeah. Christian Bale. I, see, and I love Christian Bale, but I just thought, like, God, just do a different voice. Just do your voice, but yeah. don't do that voice, for God's sake. Like, please, do something else. Yeah, but I don't. It, it, I didn't like that. I mean, I like the movies. I love the movies, but Christian imagine, Bale. Imagine like I Corpse wish they would have gone with anybody else. Imagine Corpse Grinder fucking like playing you Batman in a movie. And he's like, uh, dude, come on! Like, it, it. No, you don't need all that. Just, just. I just be, be fucking Batman. Give it, give it to. Jason I didn't like what they did to Bane. Yeah. I didn't like what they That'd did to Bane cool. in the third one. Oh, yeah, it, fucking it was Bane. Garbage. It doesn't matter where we are. I was born in the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Darkness was you. Dwayne like, Johnson. Yeah. You're a wrestler. He'd be a, good, he'd be a good Batman. Who? Who? <laughs> Who would be a good Batman? I didn't hear what he said. He's laughing. He None of something. us heard you. Dwayne Johnson? Oh, God. Oh, no. That's the Black Adam. No. You stop. The Rock is going to be Black Adam, which sure. that's that's his uh, his first superhero. So okay, I like Black this Adam. though. Let's fantasy book a Batman. Like who Honestly, would you go with? My my fantasy booking. Who did I say before the Rock? Yeah, I can't remember. Bill. Who no, you just I, said? Never mind. 
I said somebody about I I think I said Jason Momoa or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Well, Jason Momoa is already he's Aquaman. Like. Uh, okay, so that you know. wouldn't work. Which yeah, is DC, Aquaman. so yeah, that's yeah, even correct. Mm. <laughs> They're the same I, uh, team. <laughs> yeah. I don't know at this point. You know, I mean, who you would fantasy book is Batman. I, I you know, I, I'm not sure. Like, I think you'd uh, you'd have to sit down I got and it. Re really think about that. Who you got, Rhodey? So I got Val Kilmer as Old Man Bruce, and cool. and fucking um. I draw a blank on his name for fucking Batman Beyond. There's what, there's what a guy. Is he in? Uh 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 uh. Hold on. Talk amongst yourself. I think I think the Someone guy. Else. I think the guy who played uh, Jax in Sons of Anarchy would be a good. Uh, oh yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, Charlie yeah. Hunnam. As Terry McGinnis. Um, or as a Batman or a Batman Beyond. There are well, I think pulled. he might be a little too old right now to do a Batman Beyond. Well, apparently, from what I've read, is that they're already kind of working out the whole Batman Beyond thing, and I guess he it's played in that movie, Baby. 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 He uh, like he he uh, drove baby, car. He drove the baby car driver. Fast. Yeah, that's what it was. Baby driver. Um, the guy, he's like that square. He's like that long square head with black hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Baby Driver was, uh, who the hell? He's a oh, nobody. Ansel Elgort. Fucking, I don't, that's the weirdest name I've ever fucking heard in my goddamn life. Um, He's a nobody, but he I, I think his, um, his image would look They're They're cool. already kind of rolling with the Batman Beyond concept, but it's not going to be like an old Val Kilmer. It's going to be old Michael Keaton. Like Michael Keaton. That works too. Yeah. That works too. Michael <laughs> Keaton is, uh, he's going to be in the Flashpoint movie. Uh, they're about the Flash movie is supposed to be dropping, I think, end of this year or beginning of. Keanu Reeves would have been a good Batman, dude. Ooh, yeah. Fucking no, that 20, would have been good. Twenty-five years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah or dude, could you imagine like a Sylvester ago. Stallone, it, like a, being a Batman, like? It would sound no. like this. Batman, I gotta do what I gotta do. Alfred. <laughs> um what else uh what the hell else oh the uh, i don't know if you guys saw the trailer for the bel-air remake the fresh prince of bel-air fucking remake god no I can't with that is it's, it a show or a movie or it's what a show oh uh, god but they're turning it into a drama no longer so drama. Oh, it's a drama. Oh, that's why I'm not. I'm not excited what? about it. I'm not happy about it. Will Smith what is actually executive. He's executive producing it. Like oh, Will Smith. Oh God, that's why. This, this is going to be a one season cancellation. I guarantee hey. it. This show is. Oh, yeah. Will Smith would have been a pretty good Batman, actually. Yeah, I know. The subject. We could just call him Black Man. But yeah. I don't know. Just, <laughs> I just, I just thought about it, dude. I just thought, like, you know, he, well, he's fun, a badass. Fun story. There is a, there is a, I think the black it's bat. A iron. No, there is a black Batman. There is a black he's Batman. A, he's, he's in like an iron. He has like a fucking. I think he has like a hammer. He that's hammer fist. You're talking about you're talking about steel, bro. That's a, that's yeah. the black. That's the black super. That's the black Superman. My bad. <laughs> what the fuck? My bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> My DC's a, black, a little rusty. It's a black Batman. No, that's that's black Superman, bro. Steel. Steel. But say no potato. He's got the um, S on his chest. I'm just glad Cash <laughs> can carry us all through this whole show now. We don't have to do shit. Right? Cash just carries uh, no, us. No, Bel-, Bel Air remake. That's uh, I'm not excited about it. It it doesn't nope. matter that Will Smith's involved with it. Uh, nobody wants to You can't see, replace uh, Uncle Phil. Nobody you can't wants replace to see Uncle fucking Phil. Fresh Prince is a drama, dude. No. Fresh Prince was Yeah, hey, you know that show that used to make everybody really happy? Let's take it back. Let's bring <laughs> it, it back. Really and let's make everybody really fucking depressed with it. <laughs> Isn't that such a great idea? Uh, Rody, you got anything else or are we pretty much pretty much done? Well, there was the uh, the Boba Fett Book of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Haven't you haven't it. watched it yet, Boba no. so I can't really get into it. Uh, just know there is fucking goddamn colorful Vespas. Vespas? Like, yeah, like that's a, what you fucking, look. Like, like a moped? Fucking, is that what you're yep. referring? Yep. Vespas. But with no with no rules, though. So, Dude, you'll see it, and you're going to shit your pants. It's... So it's hovering, not a good episode. Mopeds in the, in the newest episode of uh, what were they called the, in the, Grand Theft Auto? Fagios. Fagios. <laughs> Fagios. <laughs> yeah, it's pronounced Fagio, Rody. You fucking oh, bigot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man. Gio, you got a little extra God editing to Are you late for your fucking hate rally? <laughs> fucking <laughs> outside. The Gio and Meatbag Show is canceled. It's the nerdy news. That'll pretty oh. much do it for Gio Meatbag. It's been a good one. I've been 110 episodes. If you want some more of your uh, nerdiness and nerdy things happening, All Talks Nerds, check out the Cosmic Soup Recording Podcast every Sunday live at noon. Speaking of Cosmic Soup Recording, Meatbag, what the fuck? Why are we here? Why Why are the people listening to us right now? How is this even happening? It's because we're brought to you in part by Cosmic Soup Recording, and Cosmic Soup Recording is just the most wonderful experience you're gonna have when it comes to making a music, making uh, you want to make a music video, you want to make an album, you want to, you want to do a live podcast, you want to, you want to shoot shoot a movie here, uh, whatever you want to do, man. I I would like for you guys to go to CosmicSoupRecording.com or reach out to Jeremy, mail at CosmicSoupRecording.com, Cosmic Soup AZ on all social medias. Or text or call 480-331-SOUP. Uh, book your session today. Turn your dreams into a reality. Damn, boy. Damn. I like how you did that. And I also saw you guys scoping out this hat I was wearing earlier. My TV tragedy hat with the print on the bill. Folks, if you want some hats made with some print on the bill, you go ahead and hit up Bodacious Prints. Folks, that show is also sponsored in part by Bodacious Prince. What's that, Meatbag? We're brought to you in part today. Uh, this show is brought to you in part by Bodacious Prince. You can follow Bodacious Prince on all social medias at Bodacious AZ. Or what's the big cartel website for them, Gio? That's bodaciousprince.bigcartel.com. Right, no minimum requirements, uh, no setup fees or anything like that. Reach out to Chris and Lola today, uh, get a quote for free, and go from there, man. They fucking really know what to do. They can take what's in your brain 
and put it on the print, dog. It's dope. I actually have all of Squared's merch just outside of my door right now. I could uh, give you guys a, 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 a show. Or do you guys want to see? I'm just kidding. I'm not going to open that fucking box. <laughs> Uh, you guys will definitely have some money missing. Anyways, uh, so yeah, <laughs> reach out to Bodacious Prince. If there were Prince. money. <laughs> reach out to Bodacious Prince today, motherfuckers. Yeah, Bodacious Prince. They got our, we needed hats before the show Sunday very quickly. Unfortunately, the show got canceled, but Bodacious Prince didn't cancel. They fucking came through, That's and they right, delivered baby. those hats. So... Uh, we thank them. They are very speedy, and they are very good people, Chris and Lola. Ladies and gentlemen, we are also brought to you in part by Anchor. Anchor has been so kind as to distribute our podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, I know YouTube even has like their fucking, like, you can search up podcasts on YouTube. We're on there. Stitcher. Um, yeah, Stitcher. Where I, we, you guys can follow us, like, share, subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. Geo and Meatbag. Check it out. Check it out. We're usually posting, um, like, funny-ass wrestling memes and, uh, and uh, hilarious, like, bits and videos and stuff like that on our Instagram. So, honestly, like, the yeah. wh- where to follow us is probably the Insta or Facebook because that's where we post, like, a lot of our fucking content definitely instagram i'm yep. usually doing the instagram so like you'll see me like chop it up memes or i chop it up with uh you know our commenters fans friends whatever you want to yeah. call them f- followers of the show I think you're the only one of us that's on the gram that consistent yeah it's that's that's kind of yeah, like yeah. that's kind of like where i'm at uh, on the gram. you can chop it up with geo on the facebook geo's usually holding down facebook uh Facebook.com forward slash Geo and Meatbag, Instagram at Geo and Meatbag, Twitter at Geo and Meatbag. We pop in on in on the Twitter every now and again, but we usually just share shit to Twitter and don't really like check comments or anything like that. We just we just fuck with Instagram and Facebook. So hit us up, guys. We'd like to bullshit with everybody. We're we're friendly people and you know, we enjoy uh the gift of gab. And and yeah. yes, we do mean Gabby Lespisa. <laughs> the gift of Gabby. <laughs> Oh, Gabby from Busted Open actually uh, followed us on the Instagram, or was it just Busted Open? It was Busted Open. Busted Open follows. Well, I'm sure she's the one that clicked it, so she's, that makes that She's makes the producer of Busted Open, the Busted Open podcast, so uh, who knows? Yeah, hell yeah. Maybe she's running the socials. But Busted Open follows well, us, dude. It's monumental. I fucking love you guys. It's been a great love episode. You too, Ro- I, I I just got one 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 question real quick, Rody. How many Red Bulls have you drank to stay up tonight? Because it is like four <laughs> hours past your bedtime. Yeah, it is way past his bedtime. Fifty-two ounces. Jesus Damn. Christ, that's you've got like it down to, you've that's got it like down two to more ounces, ounces than you drink a, a regularly. It's true. It's true. Motherfucker has Red Bull on tap in his house, dude. You turn on the sink, it's I'm fucking Red Bull comes out the sink. Nah, it's just a water, it's Red Bull coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's been well, a phenomenal Red show. Red Bull and Sativa. Red Bull and Sativa, nice. <laughs> Great show, Great combo. Well, it's been a phenomenal show, guys. I appreciate your time. I appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody that's following us and uh, supporting the show. Uh, five years now, motherfuckers. We appreciate you, and we love you guys very much. Episode number 110 is in the books. Stay tuned to next 
week's episode number 111. We're going to be announcing our next Hall of Fame inductee. Yeah. Who could it be? For the class of 2022. Who could it be? So, um, since Jeremy was our Hall of Fame, first ever Hall of Fame inductee on the Geo and Me Back show here, uh, I want to play a song by not one of the bands that you'd think I would play from that Jeremy is in. I'm going to play a song by a little group called Anything But This, which is Jeremy and Billy Russell on some other shit. Yeah, some other shit as well. Do it. Folks, we love you guys so much. Uh, Make sure to like, share, subscribe, download, fucking tell all the people about our show. And uh, this is Contra... Er, Contra... I already fucking botched that one. This is <laughs> Anything But This with Perverted Little Cockroach.
you motherfuckers. Y'all just a bunch of losers. I'm the only one sane son of a bitch here. I whip the dog shit out of you, Vaughn. I will fucking kill you if you talk to me again. Now all of you, get the fuck out now before I get too mad to turn back. What about our instruments? Oh y'all, get the fuck out! Brandon, you tuning son of a bitch! Hey, do you need a band member? Or did your bassist just quit? Well, come to Cosmic Soup Recording and you could find a band member here. Whether they're jerking off in the bathroom or playing drums in the parking lot, Cosmic Soup Recording has your next band member waiting. And even if you don't find a band member, Jeremy will just use Pro Tools to do all your parts for you. So come to Cosmic Soup Recording and find your next band member here. Go to CosmicSoupRecording.com to book your session today or call or text at 480-331-SOUP. That's 480-331-7687. See you at the soup. Brandon, you tuning son of a bitch.